Love Talk Radio. Present good evening to all of you out in Radio Land, and with me is my good friend and buddy Dennis Heat, and also on the line is Murchis Nisbet as well. Good evening to you all, and to all the folks around the world. I'm happy to be back for another show. I hope this year's or this evening's show will be one filled with important information that is pleasant to your ears. We trust that you may just tell others to be with us. And stay with us for the rest of the evening. Not for the rest of the evening, but for from six until nine. Good evening to you, Dennis. Good evening to you, Leon, and uh, welcome to another show. I yes, would like to also welcome our viewers and listeners. Well, not necessarily viewers, but our listeners from wherever they may be around the world. All participants are welcome to join us live online or in email. Share your views. And be part of the show. Back to you. Indeed. We're waiting to hear from the other panelists. I know Audley is back in his neck of the woods, and I'm sure that the other folks will be back in a little later on. I'm not too sure about all, but we will be letting you know that when, when once they are in. Just want to remind all folks that this evening we are hoping to hear from Andrew Mason, that noted journalist of Mason and Guests. Um, around about 7 o'clock, and he has consented to be with us, and I just want to just tell the folks that they can just get their questions prepared, because we normally give each and every person an opportunity to say a word or two to our panel, to our guests. Without any further ado, Mr. Dennis and uh, Murchis and all the others, I just wanted to say we'll give the show its blessings, and... We are very careful with the noise of the background. We do have a little rumbling of paper. And when once that happens, it means that it interferes entirely with the quality of the broadcast. So thank you for that. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for your giving us this opportunity once more to be able to bring another show. We trust that you will let it go on without any interruptions whatsoever. Pray that all the panelists may come on and, and say their peace and make it palatable to each and every one that is listening. We pray especially the ones who are sick and might have been with us but is not able to. So we'd like to bring them, them to your presence again, Lord. Eunice Francis, my dear wife, Dr. Leroy Lashley, 
Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Matrice Nisbet, El Comido Willett, Wentworth Francis, Dennis Kelman, and Selma Cornelius, Ralston Otto, Joseph Gunshop, Willis Daniel, Mona Daniel, Philly, Fillmore Hallpike, Roger, Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens' family, and all the rest who have not expressed their concerns. Lord, we pray for them. We hope that you will just bring them back to their normal self. You have work left for them to do, and we trust that they too might be, have the faith that they will be once more able to come back and participate as they would in normal circumstances. We pray for the ones who are helping us by giving us finance each and every month and each and every year. And we trust that those who support us otherwise, that they'll continue to do so. And pray that you let the show go on without any interruptions whatsoever. And we ask your favor this evening. Keep us all safe. And pray for the people over there in in the Middle East, in Israel and um, Palestinian war, and of course the folks who are suffering from the pandemic, the virus, COVID-19, Lord. We trust that it's all in your hands. You are the mighty and great physician. You know you can make things happen, and you can stop things from happening. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us, and trust that you will just continue to bless us, bless each and every one of us. In your precious name we pray. Amen. And it is indeed a pleasure to Welcome, my friend, um, Audley Watson, coming from the cold. Good evening, sir. Audley, uh, you're in, and we are calling for you. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Good evening, Mr. Francis, and good evening to my fellow panelists, and uh, for our listeners throughout the world, it's Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. And it's another beautiful Sunday evening. Yes, a little chillier, not not too cold. I mean, we went in the in the low 70s today. In the morning, mm. the, it will start like in the high 40s and uh, and go. But but it's, this is good weather. This is nice, nice good weather. Not sticky or anything like that, you know. And I know Miss Merch will back me with this one. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're looking forward to have uh, having a great show this evening as usual. So just stay with us. We have on with us early Dennis Dennis Heat. He has promised to be with me early as possible, and he has succeeded in doing that for the past number of weeks. So Dennis, so, so you, 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 you notice you notice that why you're a bit warm because the heat is with you. <laughs> Good afternoon to you, Audley. And Dennis, I don't know if you have met Mertis, but she's usually on early and silent. But just yeah. say hello to her. Mertis, good afternoon to you. And of course, I've been listening to her melodious voice for a number of weeks. And welcome oh, yeah. her position and input to the show. And I want to wish a good evening. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Well, without any further ado, let me just go through the outline. And, of course, we just want to remind our listeners that at 7, we'll be having the great Andrew Mason. He has consented to be with us for about 45 minutes. So we, you can have your questions prepared. We usually give uh, each panelist a couple in the early stages. And then, time permitting, we'll give them another one or two. It depends. So we just want to make sure that each and every person on the show will get an opportunity to talk to the great man. 
get your questions ready because he is only too willing to answer you. And let me bring in Murchis because Murchis says she, she can't stand her name being called and don't respond. I know. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. And Good evening, Murchis. Just want to say, it's a, as oddly, I will really back you up for real. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So, Beautiful, beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say good afternoon, good evening, and good morning, good night to everyone. And you hope that we all enjoy the show and get your questions ready. Yes, for indeed. 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. Amen. How are you, Mr. Francis? How is Mrs. Oh, Francis? Okay, fine, fine. As good as we expect. And uh, thank you for asking. And and she's blessed. Okay. She had just gotten her dinner. I make sure that she got her dinner before I come here. And uh, she okay. has taken care of that. And my daughter and my sister-in-law is uh, taking care of her while I do this little thing here at the side. Okay, that's good. Okay, so I'll be listening. Amen. Yes, you anything else? Okay. Well... Just on a sad note, I don't know if you folks know, but there is an ex-Trinidad and Tobago cricketer. He goes by the name of Leo John. He has been, he has passed on the Trinidad and Tobago Cricket Board, uh, extending their condolences to the family and friends and the fraternity on the death of Leo John. He was a former international former national player and a stalwart at local cricket. He was in his 18, 80s and we just want to extend that those condolences to the family and uh, pray that his soul may rest in perpetual peace. And in breaking news, West Indies, West Indies men high performance camp. They will be starting in uh, St. Lucia as they prepare for the upcoming season. I'll give you the names of the persons who are, who are selected. Jermaine Blackwood, Nkrumah Bonner, Darren Bravo, Shamar Brooks, John Campbell, Roston Chase, Rakim Cornwall, Kieran Cotoy, Joshua Da Silva, Shannon Gabriel, Kian Hardin, Jamar Hamilton, Kevin Hodge, Jim Holder, Shia Hope, Kyle Mays, Obed McCoy, Preston McSween, Marquino, Minley, uh, Shane Mosley, Paul Palmer, Verisami Permol, Anderson Phillips, Kyron Powell, Raymond Reefa, Jadine Sales, Niall Smith, Oshane Thomas, Jaden Walsh Jr., and Jamel Warkin. Of course, we have the head, the head coach. What is going on here, now? Yes, the head coach will be Phil Simmons. The team manager, Royal Lewis. The assistant coach is Roddy Eswick. The batting coach will be Andre Coley. And the fielding coach, Raymond Riffa, no, Raymond Griffith, or Ryan Griffith. Physical therapist or physiotherapist is Dennis Byam, and the physiotherapist Lyndon Knights. Strength and conditional coach is Ronald Rogers. Massage therapist Jeffrey 
Nicholas Massage Therapist, Mr. Curlin Smith Nichols, Mental Skill Coach will be Donald Laguerre and Media Contents Officer, Dario Bartley. So there you have it. The full squad of 30 members plus a panel of plus the management team of about 13 folks as well. And I'm sure most of you have heard by now that the West Indies will be hosting a series of matches um, starting on the June the 10th and will go until July the 3rd. We'll host South Africa. Uh, Australia will be coming to our shows and playing their first match July the 9th. And the series will run until July the 24th. Then Pakistan comes to our shows and will play starting the 27th of July and will go until August the 24th. More on that are to follow. And some news, some, some news that Bradwick, the former, the present West Indies um, Red Bull cricket uh, captain, he is elated because Weston is now ranked six in the test rankings. Six, the up two places, and that's good news um, because of the performance on the Mr. Brackwitz. Can I get a confirmation? No, 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 no. just wait, not finish, and then we take everything together. Yes. CWI, they have retained some 13 senior cricket umpires, meaning. As well, the Zadid uh, Basarak, Jonathan Blades, Gregory Bratwit, Dayton Butler, Nigel Dygood, Patrick Gissard, um, Ram Danish, Ramarine, I can't pronounce his name so well, but Leslie Reefer, Verlin Smith, Christopher Taylor, Carl Tuckett, Jacqueline Williams, and Christopher Wright. West Indies women, they have completed their first phase of the COVID-19 and Guyana Amazon Warriors, they have named their squad, we'll just tell you, they are Nicholas Puran Imran Tahir Shemur Hepmeyer, Brandon King Hayden Navin Hag, Ramaria Shepard Shanda Paul Hemorrhage Odin Smith Anthony Bramble, Kevin Sinclair, and Ashmead Ned. Those are the players retained by the Guyana Warriors in the upcoming um, CPL. And we also have the squad as was announced by Barbados. And they are Jason Holder, Johnson Charles, Shire Hope, Kyle Mears, Hayden Walsh Jr., Raymond Reefer, Justin Greaves, Nahin Young, and Joshua Bishop. And some more news. Well, the Guyana Cricket Board, they are asking for the criteria that was used to provide various cricketers in the region with their um, contracts. We'll talk about that. And live, we'll have the county cricket scores. Durham, they beat upon and Worcestershire by some 258 runs. Essex, and um, Essex played against Derbyshire and matched the result is Essex won by an innings and 15 runs Sussex versus Kent match was drawn 
And finally, Glamorgan versus Yorkshire. And that match was drawn too. I must say that Worcestershire is the team that that um, Azami Jules plays for. And uh, they have faced their first defeat for the season. We're going to be telling you a little about the Pakistan Super League, the commencement. And we also, it has been, yes, and uh, we'll be telling you about the tours from the ladies, ladies tour, women's tour, uh, upcoming tours. And we're keeping you informed about the upcoming um, ICC Championship and the CPL uh, news, all that we have. So that's a brief um, summary of what we had to discuss. And I heard Dennis had a question for me. Dennis, why don't you come on in? As a- yes, the first batch of uh, players that you mentioned, I didn't get the group for which they were selected. And The group? Yeah, the first batch. At the very top, you gave the list of players who were selected for... Guyana Amazon Warriors. Guyana no, Amazon no, Warriors. No, 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 no. We're talking about the high-performance training squad. Okay, okay, okay. okay. That's the squad that was selected by, by the West Indies to go into a camp. And from that camp, they will now pick their final 11, final 13 for the various upcoming tours. In other words, South Africa is coming... Of course, um, Pakistan is coming and Australia coming. So, so these so players are in a camp. And the camp okay. is going to be in St. Lucia. They'll be taking... They have all the teams on board. The, the management team and the selection, of course, will, will go to work and select the final 13 or 11, 12 for that particular series, maybe against Australia, against... Where, whoever they are playing. You, and these are to be added to the current players? No, there. they're not going to be added to no, nothing. These are players, yes, these are the test squads will be selected. These are, the, these, are the, these are the players that they have picked to go into training. And from that training, they will now arrive at the teams. We have three teams touring the Caribbean. Um, Pakistan, Australia, South Africa. Okay. Yeah. Are you this a little later because I, I'm confused about. Uh, okay. oh, 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 do you understand what we? Yes, I, I, I got what it, Yeah, I, I got it clearly. Okay. Hmm. In other words, before a series uh, why, is why, why don't I why don't I give my inside edge and we can oh, go? Yes, yes, yes. All right, the inside edge for today. Um, did you know that way back in 1895, mm-hmm. a Lancashire a Lancashire batsman by the name of Archie McLaren was mm-hmm. the first ever quadruple hundred in first class cricket? Yes, and it did that against. Somerset then, way back in 1895. So making 400 is not anything trained. The first one was, was scored way back in 1895 when, of course, Lancashire Batsman Archie McLaren scored 424, the first quadruple century to be scored in first class cricket. There we go. Not an inside edge. 
Okay. But why don't you just touch off on, on this as we begin right now? Because we're going to talk about the high-performance camp that is slated to start in St. Lucia ahead of the South Africa Test Series. Of course, we learn when the South Africans are coming, they are the ones who are coming first. And the team I get again, let me give you the squad. Jermaine Blackwood, and Kuma Bonner, Darren Bravo, Shemar Brooks, John Campbell, Ralston Chase, Rakeem Cornwall, Karen Cotroy, Joshua De Silva, Shannon Gabriel, Kian Hardin, Jamar Hamilton, Calvin Hodge, Jamar Holder, Shahir Hope, Kyle Mayers, Obed McCoy, Preston McSween, McQuinney, Man- Minley, Shane Mosley, Paul Palmer, Virasami Permol, Anderson Phillip, Kyron Powell, Raymond Reefer, Jaden Seals, Niall Smith, O'Shane Thomas, Hayden Walsh, Jamal Warrican. Those are the 30 players that were selected to go into a camp. And from that camp, the Westerners will get their allocated players for the various series in the first instance. And of course, perhaps players outside may also be drawn in, as the case may be. But this is the squad that they look to first. Question? Anybody? Okay, so I'll just assume that uh, away from their regular practice and fine-tuning, you know, certain things with different various coaches and stuff like that, that they'll be having maybe a couple of matches against each other. Because it, it, it's a strong team and in order to, to, to bolster their strength and, um, and the courage and everything, they need to, and it could be happening, arrange matches against each other, just like when, when they're in the bubble in England and, and so forth. So in so doing, they will be able to um, exploit any weaknesses um, among, among the group and they can work, work on those. But uh, I, I think it's an impressive group uh, of, of players. Uh, I think the selectors did the best they could. Um, we'll, be, we'll be wondering about the young wicketkeeper Darwich. Uh, I don't think I did. I don't remember hearing his name. No, but, um, Darwich has the, the, left, out. Yeah, left out. Right, right. He, he, he has been left out, and he, 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 he still has a chance of playing for West Indies again because he, he has, he has done well, you know, on many occasions and save us at times. But um, he's not here. So um, I, I think who we have here, um, they, they'll have to concentrate uh, on, on getting them ready. And, yeah, of course, you have named um, the various coaches and conditioning people and just about everybody, some 13 in number. Mm-hmm. And if, we, if, if Cricket West Indies cannot do it with that number, I don't know if it's going to be they are going to be able to do it again. So let us hope for them all the best. Of course, congratulations. We have moved up two places in the rankings, and um, that's a good thing. We are going in, in, in a horizontal. <laughs> in, in, no. They're going on. Vertical. 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 Yeah, oh, we're going oh, up, yeah. Right, right. We're going in the right direction. Vertical. Right. And usually it's all the other. It's always, we're always looking at final step going the, the other way. 
in the other direction. So congratulations, West Indies, and let's wish for them all the best. So, Dennis, are you clear? A little clearer? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yes. I think I have finally got mm-hmm. the clarity that I was looking mm-hmm. for in, you know, in the squad. Yes. Yeah. And, but, and the most important thing, you know, we have been talking about the omission of um, Kyron Powell. He's now being included in the squad. So it's for him now to put his hands up. And I missed that. I missed that. Yes. Answer. I didn't forget that. <laughs> yes, he is that. in the I squad. So he has, uh, we, we were all clamoring for him. He, they said he yes. was not, but now he has gotten this fitness. And um, I'm glad to see him in the, the squad because obviously Campbell was not doing too well in the squad, but I would hope that he will put his hands up and make good use of it. And of course he's there and no one should deny him. He, and he alone has got to write, say, listen, this is my opportunity to make a comeback. And if he were to do that, I'm sure he will be in the Western team for a very long time. So let's wish them all well. And hope that this camp goes on. What I'm, I'm not too clear on, though, oddly, and Dennis, uh, is um, the, they have not named a bowling coach. Roddy Estrick is the assistant coach. I, I, I assume that he will take on a double role. He'll assist Phil Simmons and still be the, be the bowling coach. You have a batting coach in Andrew Coley. Andrew Coley. Yeah, and, uh, you think? I, I think I, I think that yeah, he could double because the, the only difference there in the name it would just just be coach or assistant, <laughs> but the, the the individual that is there, I don't think should make any difference if if they are an effective coach, they, they, it won't take away you know not having the title as the coach won't take away from the job that he'll be doing. Okay. But is there a possibility that the, the, the coach hasn't been named, the bowling coach hasn't been named simply because they're working on it still? Yeah, that, that, uh, you also have another point. But with this large group, you have one, two, three, four, like Audley says, we don't want this thing to be too top-heavy, you know? Right, you can double up. Yeah. Okay, you have a feeling, coach, and you have a physical therapist, and you have two of them, as a matter of fact. And you have a strength and conditioning coach. Then you have a massage therapist. Yeah, that, that's ne- that necessary with, with those people because those. It's, a, it's a large group. It's mm-hmm. a large group of players, yeah. And what, to the I'm, what I'm impressed with is, the, is they having a mental skills coach. Because yes. that is yes. that is something a guy would be not because he cannot play, but because of he's not mentally prepared, he goes out there and does something rash. Make a a slug sweep. <laughs> like 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 the shots that kind of, kind of, um Gabriel usually makes. It doesn't matter. He comes and goes, I want to go bowl, so let me swing at you. He don't miss. Okay, so we just wish them well. One thing to consider, of course, is, you know, while looking at this group of uh, uh, assistants or, uh, you know, to bolster the team, how does this differ from, say, the last couple of series we've had? Uh, is there any difference there? Is there any addition? Or is it, 
I can't recall. I can't come back and recall the, who all were mentioned if they had something like this. But the important thing is they're preparing. And when mm-hmm. once they're preparing, they usually pick a large squad. And from that large squad, they will just eliminate the players as they go along. But this time, they're getting themselves prepared because, you know, since they came back from, uh, well, since they played the series against Sri Lanka, they have been kind of dormant. They have to get themselves much ready, much and fitness, preparedness. So they have this squad, and like Audley said, they have enough players that they can play two, um, a number of practice matches among themselves. And there, you compete against your, your fellow other um, members of the squad, then you want to make sure you outdo the person whom you think you can replace. Question answered? Anything? Anything new? Well, well, I don't know if it's new, but basically the fact that they're having such a very tight schedule in beginning June the 10th all the way through you know, March, 20, March of next year, they do require, they must have a large squad from which to um, find the number of players that's going to be capable of uh, taking us right through till next day. It's a lot of games coming up. And you said March next year, but we're only dealing with, with this year's fixtures so far because... Yeah, uh, and remember... Remember, we were reminded last week too about the, the, the limited time window that um, that we have to play certain matches. So um, they have to squeeze in what we can what we can get right now. And it's not just that you know we have six months. No, it's not like that. You have the different future tours that are already planned. So they have mm-hmm. to once the opportunity comes, they just have to squeeze them in. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. What we have to do at this point, though, gentlemen, is that we know it's time that we, we just take up some time off and, and, and bring in our birthday and anniversary hour. So it's just about that time, so oddly. I'm sure you can get prepared while I, I just uh, bring some music together. When we, no problem. We go. We go, we go straight. Before we do that, let me just welcome Mr. Mackenzie. Good evening to you, Mr. Mackenzie. Yes, thank you very much. Nice to be with you this evening. And we will special have a great show. Thank yes, you. Indeed. You're welcome. Audley, take it away. Okay, Leon. Yes, you already said it. Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's a time of the evening when we take a look at 
cricket in fraternity, and we say happy birthday to the whether you're a player, administrator, umpire, or if it's time, also the time of even when you can call in with your greetings, 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. You can call in with your birthdays and your anniversaries, or you just give it a Sorry, just give us a call. Right. So it's it's May the 16th. Yep. May. No May about it. It's really running away from the 16th of May. Okay. Today, Janet Jackson. Yeah. Superstar Janet Jackson. She's celebrating her birthday today. She was born back in 1966. And um, we have a big anniversary to Jim Laker. Yes, Jim Laker, the day he took 10 for 88, and in all 19 wickets in the match against Australia. That was back in 1956. The 16th of May was when he wrapped it up. 16th of May, England versus Australia. Jim Laker, 19 wickets in the match. Of course, Tony Lack got the other match, the other wicket to fall. Okay, happy birthday to Nikita, Nikila Miller, Nikita Miller, mm-hmm. former captain of Jamaica, former West Indies player, yes, he turned 39 today, Nikita, happy birthday to you, Joy Lightbirth, a female player from England, born way back in 1914, and Ernie McCormick, 1906, yeah, Matthew Hart from New Zealand, turned 49 today, Gary Crocker, from Zimbabwe, he's 59. Derek Nams from Australia, he's 45. And um, for tomorrow, get it to you. Yes, tomorrow, Sugar Ray Leonard. Yep, Sugar Ray Leonard turns 65 years young. Sugar Ray Leonard. Mickey Arthur from South Africa, along with Alien. Um, John Tarki, Tarki, who was born in Egypt, but he played for South Africa. And Mr. Temba Bavuma, yeah, the present white ball captain Bavuma. Yeah, he'll be celebrating his birthday, the 31st birthday tomorrow. Alfred Freeman and Polly Marshall from England. Olivia Smith and Peter Birch from Australia. Asif Bus from Pakistan, uh, Sonwini Dialwitz from Sri Lanka, uh, we have Yushis Ranchard from Zimbabwe, um, and we have Mr. Chandra Shekhar, Bhagwat Chandra Shekhar from India. Yeah, he was born back in 1945, so he's doing well, and Lisa Astell. The sister of Nathan Astell from New Zealand will be celebrating tomorrow as well. For the 18 Frankie Paul, Frankie Paul out of Jamaica, reggae international singer, he died back in T17. Head uh, Liberty from England, Nigel Harwood and Graham Dilly, also from England. Carl Tuckett out of Nevis, who is now, he's, nowadays is an umpire. Yeah, he'll be celebrating also Carl Tuckett. And we have Sandeep Sharma from India. Patrembone from South Africa. Andrew, Andrew Feskate from Australia. 
Castile Rock from Ireland and James Cameron Dow also. And we have Shedman Islam from Pakistan for the 19th. Rohan Marley, one of the Marley clan, of course, turned 49. Malcolm X, yes, Malcolm X was born this day back in 1927. Grace Jones, um, model, singer, and actor, was born in Jamaica. She was born, she'll be 73 years old come the 19th of May. Gilbert Joseph and Barbara Murray. Joe Humphreys, all from England. Sean Graff, Cheryl Hill from Australia. Alan Melvin from South Africa. Jamie Howe from New Zealand. Edward Odombi from Kenya. He turns 36. I mean, 56. 56. And Sahara, um, the daughter of Sharon Hamilton. She's living up there in New York. Harris. She'll be celebrating her birthday also on the 19th. And for the 20th of May, Lindy Della Pena, the late Lindy Della Pena, he left us um, a few years ago, um, was a super sportsman. He played, he represented um, quite a few clubs in England. In those days, it was like you now when you have a lot of people, um, players from the Caribbean and elsewhere playing in England. And he was one of the forerunners. He plays, I think, Burnley and another club. And, um, yeah, he plays also golf for Jamaica Herman Cup golf. I think. And, and he was a good, good cricketer, too. And, of course, he was a sportscaster until the time of his death. Linda Della Pena was born back in 1920. Mr. Arthur Bell, very good friend of the show for years. Mr. Bell, he left us. 2014. He died on this day back in 2014. Yes, Bell. Birthday, Derek Murray from Trinidad and Tobago. He'll be 77 years old. Joseph Rex Pereira. He'll be 82 years old. And um, yeah, this already said Linda De La Pena. Jamel Warrison. Yeah, out of St. Vincent. He'll be 29 years old. Anjum Chopra from India, 44 years old. Ramesh Power, 43 years old. Jasper Bose, also from India. Keith Fletcher from England, 59 years old. Sarah, Sarah Jane Taylor. Um, no, Keith Fletcher will be 77, sorry. 77. And Sarah Jane Taylor, female cricketer, will be 33 years old. Andrew Hildridge. From Australia, 68. Imran Fahad, 39. From Pakistan. Sandra Kotman, from the Netherlands, 54 years old. Sajid Ahmed, from Bangladesh, 47. Deepak Chandra Sama, 58 years old. From Kenya. And Daryl Mitchell, 30 years old. From New Zealand. May the 21st. J.J. Ferris, Jack Lyon, Kit Raymond, and Keith Riggs, all from Australia. Monty Lynch from England. He played his cricket, born in Ghana, played for England. Harry Smith, Arthur Carr, all from, uh, and um, 
Taragoya, um, all from England. Paul Wislow from South Africa, Liquat Ali Khan from Pakistan. And finally, for May the 22nd, we have the man who first captain from Australia to whitewash England, Warwick Armstrong. He was born 1879. Yeah, they whitewashed England in 1921-22 in the Ash Series. And the next time that went was when Ricky Ponting became captain, 2006-2007. They whitewashed England for the second time around. But William Armstrong did it back in 1921 series. William, also from Australia. We have Clark Taylor, Cecilia Robinson, female cricketers, all from England. Rella Prasanna, Mr. Prasanna, one of the four spin twins from um, India when they rule the roost. He'll be 81 years old. Eric Pitcher from New Zealand. Jemmy Ferreira from Sri Lanka will turn 57. Safar Ahmed from Pakistan, 34. And Vance Amri later, the Honorable Vance Amri from Nevis, will turn 72 years old. Leon, that's what I have for you. Back, that's back what you to have. You. And of course, let us see if Mr. McKenzie, he must have had quite a bit to tell us. Because he yes. was now just last yes. week, right? Yes, all right. I have one important birthday which is Esther McKenzie's birthday on the 18th. She has her uh, birthday, 18th of this month. Who, who is so Esther? I want who to is Esther? Yes, who is Esther? Okay. You said <laughs> Esther McKenzie, but who is Esther about to you? McKenzie lady. Esther McKenzie. And is you, your daughter? Is she related huh? to you? Yes. Very close to me. So I want so to t- just t- wish t- her happy birthday. Man, I want to... I want to know if it's your wife or your daughter. I can put it down and say your wife, my, do- my your daughter. daughter, your cousin. My huh? daughter. Yes. Uh, and why are you holding on to, why are you holding on to it? She's my she's my gem. Oh, okay. She's my gem. Her birthday is on the 18th. So I just want to wish her all the very best. And our next on my list are 19 women in the West Indies who got contract for the West Indies. I want to wish them all the very best in their endeavors, and I mm-hmm. hope they are the West Indies cricket very, very well. So, and lastly, we have about 30 men down to prepare for the test series coming up. Those matches coming up against visiting, territory, uh, visiting countries. So they are down to practice, and I hope they do very, very well. One thing it says about that squad of 30 is that we won't run dry for a long time for players to play for the West Indies. And they have to be at their peak to maintain the position. So good luck to you guys. And we'll see you on the field. Back to you, sir. Thank you so much. How about you, Mr. Mr. Dennis? I currently have no birthdays or anniversaries for this time of, well, this part of the month at any rate. So, That's true. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I just don't want, I, don't, I just don't have any too, but just want to just take time out to just wish Mr. McKenzie's daughter well on her birthday. I hope that she may live to see many, many more years of joy, happiness, good health, and live to make her father proud of her. 
Uh, and he you. was already proud of her. You make her smile broader from mouth corner one mouth to the next side. But uh, I just want to remind the folks that we are still collecting funding for the gifts that we promised to send to St. Vincent. So far, okay, we have collected okay. a few that dollars. And I will hope that I'll get them in by the end of the week so I can just make the purse out to send out to St. Vincent. Just want to say something I forgot to mention, but nevertheless, I just want to just thank everybody for the participation. I hope that they too may just continue to support the show financially. And of course, you know that you can send your contributions to the Cricket Show. INC, P.O. Box, 1139. Crawfordville, Florida, 32326. Again, the address is P.O. Box 1139, Crawfordville, Florida, 32326. And, of course, just want to let the folks know that we are accepting any sort of denomination. It could be a small ones or the larger ones, so whatever you can afford. And we are grateful for the people who have helped us over the years, and there are many. And we just bless them and that hope the Lord will open their hearts to help us to keep the show on the air for a long, long time. Back over to you, Audley. Okay, yeah, I don't have any birthday particularly celebrating this week um, myself. So I'll join in also by wishing Mr. Mackenzie's daughter a wonderful happy birthday when it comes yeah. on the when it comes on the eighteenth. And mm. um there's something I am not quite sure, but I thought when I was thinking about it, uh, I said, did I um, wish Donna Happy Mother's Day last week? And I say I don't think I did. So, Donna, just in case I didn't, I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that I did not leave you out. If you get it a second time, that's all well, too. But um, I was not certain, was not quite certain when I was thinking about it. I would should have gone, gone back and listened to that. Part of it. I didn't get the time to do that. So just in case I did miss you, Donna, happy Mother's Day, and I hope you had a great, great, great Mother's Day because you're always the one coming in with the birthdays and the different information for the ladies. And I, I want to know. I just want to be sure that I didn't left you out. Just in case, I'm hailing you up, Donna. All right. Okay. So okay. that's gonna be it. For, that's gonna be it for this evening. Maru, um, I spoke to her earlier, of course, and she's doing fine. She is doing just fine. And um, yeah, this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. We just want to uh, say thanks to all our friends that have been listening all over the world. We just want to give a big shout out to you all from from England, from Asia, from the Caribbean all over the world, right here in the United States of America. Content to each one tell one, and um, that's how we'll spread the good news. So this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. We ask that you join us next week at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And once again, we do it all over again, God willing, Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Leon. Happy birthday to Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
Well, there you have it. All the birthdays and anniversary and all the significant occasions that happen during the course of the week and days to come. Let's continue with our regular scheduled program until we are being joined by Mason, Andrew Mason. So, Mr. McKenzie, you were not here, but you, you talked about the, the camp. Is there anything uh, you want to mention about that particular squad? Have you been up to date with the squad? Yes, yes. I, I, I like the man's squad. It's a very long, it's a, what, a list of 30. And I like that because what it is saying is that there is no chance for mediocrity. If you don't perform well, you can't stay in that squad because there's 30 men out there, 30. And that means you have a big pool to draw from. So anybody think they can, can go out there and be sloppy and put on their, put on their rush show, the rest in this team is not going to be for them. Because you have a long list of names there. Young guys. And everybody is going to be gunning for it. Which is a very, very good thing. So, well done, selectors. Let's see what the boys do. Thank you. Let's see what they have to do. Okay, I know, Mr. Dennis, you mentioned your your thoughts about it before. But I'm just going to just bring the folks up to date as to the, the quads. The squads, no, the, the tours that are going to be taking place. Yeah, the tours that are taking place. Okay, let me just tell you. The South Africans, they will be touring from June the 10th until July the 3rd. Okay? And... Followed by the Australians. They'll be touring from July the 9th to July the 24th. And Pakistan comes later, July the 27th to July the 20th, to August the 24th. And I'm telling you the, the venues where they're playing and uh, give you a rundown of what. Do I have that? I'm sure I have it, but just to put it on my fingertips. Wow, I do. Okay, so any comments on that? On, on the, 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 the tours? Anyone? Audley? Oh, can I comment on the uh, the rankings while you look for that information? Yes. I know the, te- the ICC rankings for uh, this 20 year 2021 but did anyone notice that the West Indies in the ICC T20 rankings number 10 is below Bangladesh and Afghanistan I know while we're quite happy that they've progressed to the point of improving in the in the the tests and the one day and they're the defending champions too Right, the T20 rankings, they put them at number 10, well below Bangladesh and Afghanistan. That's not to say Bangladesh and Afghanistan haven't, haven't earned their spot or spots, but I think... Let, let me, let me do this. Uh, we, have, we have a friend who probably wants to make a request. Let me just bring him in and get him out quickly because sure. uh, we're talking cricket. Good sure. evening to you, Fremont Hugh, Paul Pike. Hello. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, You're on. Quickly, give us your thoughts. We are heading into some cricket talk right now, so tell us. Your thoughts about what, mind. sir? Tell us, tell us what's on your mind. Okay. Well, why don't you hold on. It's hold on. with noise around me. I can't hear. Okay, we'll 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 be back to you a little later on then because we're up on something big here. I tell you. Then take care of that noise and you come back with us and we'll be. Glad to bring you right in. Okay, as you were saying, Dennis, go on. Oh, yes, I was just seeking some comments from the panel. Uh, I know we congratulated the West Indies for their improvements in the Test Championship rankings and the one-day rankings, but the ICC T20 for this year, 2021, puts the West Indies at number 10, and Bangladesh is ranked at number 9, and you know, Sri Lanka uh, uh, number eight with Afghanistan surprisingly at number seven in the T20. Now that means that we West Indies still have a lot to do to improve in this area of the T20 if they're going to move up that table a little bit higher than those other teams I mentioned. Yeah, you're right. They need to they need to do uh, make some inroads when the, these tour commences. And hopefully that they can they can um, at least improve their rankings because going into the tournament as the defending champion at ten is not yes. a good picture, but you know, there's nothing we can do at this point but to just hope that they can go in and make some significant improvement in their performance when the three teams come here. Audley, you have any thoughts on Mr. Heath's um, comments? Um, I, I think one of the problems right now, Leon, is that um, we haven't been playing a whole lot, whole lot of, of T20 cricket. And uh, I, I think we did play and lose some. The whole thing, the whole thing about it is that because of the, 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 the pan- pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, a lot, lot, of, lot of movement went on sometime without, without you even playing. And it just happened right now that we, we are in number 10, maybe deservingly so. Um, but we, we, are, we have, we're, we're going to be having some time to redeem ourselves because I think the, the tours, the upcoming tours, are mainly white ball cricket, ODIs and T20s. So um, wherever we are, we'll get the chance to move up the ladder if we can beat any of these visiting teams coming in, in as we're focusing on right now the T20. So hopefully we'll do well and yeah. move back closer to the, to the middle of the pack. Well, Audley, why don't you t- take over with Dennis and Mr. McKenzie until I get make, establish this contact again? Okay, I think okay. Really... Yeah, so, Mr. Thing. McKenzie... Mr. McKenzie, we, we, miss, we have been missing you for a while, so yes, tell us what's on your mind. Tell us what's on your mind. I am particularly concerned about the West, West Indies playing test matches against South Africa and the Pakistan. We don't have any against Australia. There's only going to be mm-hmm. one day matches against Australia. That's okay, because I don't think at this stage we could stand up to us to the night of Australia in a test match. I don't think so. And, uh, and we, that would be a big loss of 
lots of money there. But I think we can put in a very good show against uh, against South Africa. I was looking this morning to see what South Africa's team would be looking like, but I didn't see any sign of their selection as yet. But I think West Indies are going to be ready for them, and they're going to be ready for Pakistan. I know Pakistan has been playing good cricket. They went down to yep. South Africa and did very well down there. So uh, I don't think you can become complacent at all. So what we have to do, put our best foot forward and be ready for all our opponents for this year. Because we have, that's well, what, because uh, you have three strong three strong teams to, 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 to fight against. So let's go do it. Okay. Yeah, we don't have the luxury of, become, uh, of becoming complacent. <laughs> we really are not at that That's place. You have, you have to talk about people that are tough and then, you know, suffer from overconfidence and, and you know, and so, so doing, get toppled. But, um, yes, we, we, we are hoping that they'll, they'll be doing their best and making us proud. Um, what's been happening the past few months, you know, of course, we, are, we have all been elated. Um, the, the advance we have made and the, the players who came in and, and how they put their head down and and even caused other players you now to be on the sideline, you know, right. pondering their future. We know we know we know they'll get a chance to come back. Many are still young, and um, that's how that's how it is right now. It, it, it's a cycle. It will certainly come around again. What Mr. surprises Dennis, me? Yeah. What surprises me is the amount of new New faces, unknown names that are seen that list of thirty. They were all those guys. Well, the, you, you, prior to the prior to the pandemic, um, we only pick a squad up maybe fourteen, fifteen. So, uh, although they've been playing regional cricket, unless you you you, you follow you follow the, the the cricket, you know, I mean, like you're one of those guys that really really follow the cricket. And um, otherwise, uh, our, our guys that are making centuries and centuries and, you know, bowling downside and are some quite a few things, but among the maybe top five, um, top ten in, in, in run score. You, you know, after the, after the West Indies picked their first 14 or 15, you hardly, you, you wouldn't hear anything about those guys again until when it's time for retail cricket or if they should happen to to be one of those type of cricketers, cricketers that play all formats like the, the, the T20 and so forth, we may may get picked up in CPL or other places. So, um, but the fact that with the COVID still around, they have to pick a squad of 30. So that is why we are, that's that's why we are we are we are now um, discovering a lot of names and some of the names that you're wondering where those guys were. Is that they have always been they have been around some for a while and some just coming onto the scene, but the fact that they have to pick the thirty, it pushed them into into prominence. It pushed the name in the forefront. So therefore, instead of just fifteen guys over there practicing for an upcoming season, we have thirty guys. So that that's what gives them the the, the exposure. Okay, okay. And, and some of these guys were were, were on, in the under nineteen squad too some years well, ago. That, that, that that that's good because um that is where we are losing most of our our, our players 
after the under-19, you know, they, they, are, they are on par with the Indians, with the Australians, with the Pakistanis, just name it, Englishmen, and up to that stage. But then when it's after reach 19, 20, and when you, when you look, on, look into like the Indian squad and the other squads of those players that are really, really come through, you know, uh, to, to the ranks for them. And they are, they are now in, in the scene at week. Uh, um, nope. West Indies really suffered from that, the lack of that for, for many years. And what is really happening now, um, you know, it has it is, it is given them more opportunity to sort of break through that barrier and, um, you know, become senior players. Mm-hmm. We, have a few, we have a few of them, you know, Hetmeyer and, and, and so forth, Alzari and Holden and, and stuff like that, you know. But um, yeah, okay. we need we need we need more we need more and more of the players who as as um, as time goes by and many of the senior senior players you know get dropped off that those guys from the under 19 and so that were prominent beating the Indians and the other in the under under 19 tournament will show big for the senior team. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yes, sir. I, yeah, you know, I welcome the Australian tour, but don't you think it's a little short-sighted for the West Indies to entertain Australia to five T20 matches and not one single one day or not even one test match in the series? Does that make a lot of sense to me tactically? Well, yeah, yeah what really happened... The, the next big ICC tournament is the T20, right? Mm. Not the ODI, not, not the ODIs. And that's what each team are trying to sharpen their edges. Okay. And it's best if you're, if you're going to play, uh, you play five T20s, which prepare your players, mm. to, you know, at a much higher level for the tournament that is more imminent. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's why they they concentrate on on the T20s instead of um, slipping a couple of ODIs there. But don't but, but 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 we have Jatin on with us, so we can just go on. Go on. You're having a good conversation. Go, in. go ahead. What you All right, let's bring in Mr. Jatin, Mr. Patel. Yes, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening, sir. So let's mm-hmm. keep up with the talk. Okay. Going back to Mr. Dennis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, okay, so I, I take your point about honing skills for the T20, but the matches, the, the, the tour involving South Africa and Pakistan, do these tours not include test matches as well? Yeah, those two tours include test matches. Yeah, Only Australia, Australia does not include a test. They, they don't have a window to have test match with us. So I, I think the, the, the next best is to come to the Caribbean for a couple of for a couple of days, and 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 um, compete against the West Indies in the in the T20. So that, that's what they that's why they're using up the, the opportunity to to do so. All all tours are not equal as as I say. You know they they have a time schedule 
yes. of what they have to, you know, squeeze everything into. So, um, uh, and as I've mentioned before, because the T20 is the next big tournament, that's mm-hmm. why everybody wants to try and get in some real international, get some, some um, game with some top opponents. And, of mm-hmm. course, with the West Indies, um, in, in, in spite of the ranking, um, it just it just like um, just like Serena Williams would w- w- have won the, the the Australian Open, and for reasons that, you know she 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 wasn't playing for a while because of injury or maybe having a baby and stuff like that, and then she went back into training, and 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 she was just as good, and um, so you, she went to Australia uh, to the Australian Open as as, as an unranked player with wild card, right? And it doesn't mean that she wasn't as good, but it's just that she wasn't in the ranking. So with the West Indies, um, not because they are, they are number 10 in the ranking, that doesn't mean that they are not as good, you know? So it, it just, it's just the way the ranking works right now. So, but they are the defending champion. They are the defending champion. So we are really uh, people who want to play against us. I'm looking at a schedule here which shows West Indies playing Australia, Bridgetown, first one day, day-night match. Uh, it looks like the ODI series, but this looks like July 20 or 20th or thereabouts, which sort of... Uh, who, who is going to be first? Is, 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 going, is going to be South Africa first? Uh, South Africa pa- first. Yeah, South Africa and, first. Pa- Pakistan uh, is last. So, but Pakistan is last. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, but, okay, okay. So it's it's showing West Indies. I, I don't have in, in front of me right now. So. At Bridgetown, in the one day series, it's a day night match, and they have a second day night match on the twenty second, and I, I think it is in July, and the third one day so match. So so if it's a one day, it's, so if it's a one day, isn't it a fifty over match then? Because you're saying they don't have any. They don't have any, any. They have five. They're having five T20. Yes, T20 I saw matches. five. Right, but based on what Mac was saying, you know, I was questioning whether they were just going to be playing T20s. But now I'm looking further down the schedule and I'm seeing one-day oh, matches. Okay. Okay. Set, okay. Okay. Set up as, I, as I said before, I don't have the schedule in, in front of me, so I wouldn't yeah. be able to confirm. Or, let, I was just let, making let, the argument uh, account yeah. what you told me. Yes, Leah. Let's bring in Mr. Jatin. Jatin, what's on your mind? Um, I'm trying to find the fixture list for those tours, but I'm unable to find them. But let's hear from Jatin and see if he has anything to add. Uh, Jatin? Uh, not much. Everything is going slow. Is, uh, well, most likely from India side, almost uh, all sports and normal activities looks like frozen for a while. We have to wait and watch to see what other updates come out. They had issues with the IPL, uh, the talks in process, I believe, to resume in November, but it will be critical time because a lot of players will not be available because the country are either playing or they are committed for some other reason or something. So that's the one thing uh, we just got update on it. Number two, I believe India side has a... Uh, declare the intention the woman cricket will be visiting Australia at some point in September. 
But it's almost middle of May, and India is going through that crazy situation because of the corona. And I'm doubtful if uh, Australian government will take that tour, because recently Australia uh, blocked the Indian tourists and visitors if they're entering Australia like that. And there was a huge penalty almost, I think, $5,000 plus six-month jail term or something if someone violates that situation. So uh, we, we have no clue what it is, but these are the news that are coming up, and we have to wait and watch to see what it ends up. But it uh, looks like a lot of activities will be delayed. Uh, as far as the USA concerned, I believe they have a AGM online tonight, some point 5 p.m. Pacific time, which is 8 time Eastern time. They already declared their agenda and also the annual report sort of thing. So we have to wait and watch to see what comes out tonight from that meeting and uh, what are the important messages they are passing in terms of the future cricket and plans that's uh, heavily on radar from almost every corner of this country. And I'm uh, probably looking to that direction too because it's how we bounce back from corona situation and resume cricket at the full strength in this country. That's uh, number one uh, priority, and we have to look into how it can be possible. That's a big thing. Uh, besides that, uh, I don't have much information because there is not much uh, cricket going on. India has not declared the plan yet to visit the England for that uh, uh, Test Championship uh, Series final game versus uh, New Zealand besides they declared just team only a few weeks back. So mm -hmm. it's all wait and watch a situation right now in world cricket. Okay. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much, Jatin. Let me just bring you guys up to date as to the fixture list for the various tours. Of course, we know that the first tour is going to be against what? South Africa. The first test match will be played in St. Lucia on June the 10th to the 14th. The second test match will be played from June the 18th to the 22nd. Then they go into a series of T20s, five of them, and it starts on June the 26th, 27th, and continues 29th, July the 1st, and uh, July the 3rd. Those two, or those the, the uh, T20 matches, would be played in Grenada. And the two test matches will be played in St. Lucia. So again, two test matches uh, in St. Lucia, starting on the 14th to the, no, 10th to the 14th and the 18th to the 22nd. Then we turn our attention to the West Indies versus Australia. First T20 will be at the Darren Sammy Stadium on July the 9th. The second will be at the same venue on the 10th. The third T20 would be at the same venue on the 12th and the, uh, the fourth T20 at the, state, the same venue, that is Daryl Sammy's Cricket Ground, on July the 14th, and the fifth will be on the 16th. Then they go into three T20s, starting on the 20th of July at the Kensington Oval in Barbados, the second will be on July the 22nd at the Kensington Oval in Barbados. And the third T20, I mean ODI, will be on July the 
fourth at Kensington Oval. So again, three, five T20s, all at the Durham Sammy Stadium, and the three ODIs will be at the Kensington Oval in Barbados. Then we turn our attention to the next door, and just the first one, two, three, four, five T20s will be played. The first two will be played at the um, Kensington Oval on the 27th, and on the 28th will be the second T20, and then we'll turn our attention to Guyana, where the, T, the third T20 will be played at the Guyana National Stadium. The fourth will be at the same venue on August the 1st, and then on August the 3rd, at the same venue would be the 50-20. Then they will also be playing two test matches. The first on August the 12th to the 16th at Sabina Park. And the second on August the 24th, 20th to the 24th at Sabina Park uh, for the second um, test match. So there you have it. I might be a little rumble there, but we can go over them if, if you know, everyone doesn't get a clear picture of what is happening here. So we have a full three tour of three countries, South Africa, Australia, and Pakistan. Pakistan. Those are the good matches. Worth seeing. Any, any any comments? Anybody wants to re- revisit any of the things that I've said? A little, little difficult, but no. Well, we've certainly clarified the confusion which we had earlier that Australia was just going to be playing the T20s. Now we know they're playing at least one-day matches as well, so that, that yes. is good. Then. They're going to play three one-day matches at Kensington mm-hmm. Oval, mm-hmm. and that's a good sign for the... So, the only, only major team that has been left out or major venue that has been left out is uh, Trinidad at this point. But, you know, the situation they have there with the COVID, I think that might have been one of the factors. But yeah, they're, 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 cl- they're, they're still closed down now where, where flight is concerned, mm-hmm. flying into the, con- into the island. But uh, on the other hand, I think the, the matches are, sp- are pretty spread out. And uh, most yeah. everybody got yeah. this year. You have Senkis getting the CPL. You got Antigua getting, getting the Sri Lanka tour. And then you have now St. Vincent, and not St. Vincent, but Grenada and St. Lucia getting a fair share. Don't hear anything about St. Vincent, but that could not even be considered with the, with the volcano situation over there. Right, so, right, right. Um, Guyana gotten, gotten some. And uh, I think it's well shared out. Um, if, if, even um, Jamaica are saying that they're glad that they are having some tours because for a long time they haven't seen anybody coming to their shows. And because of the situation with the virus, it meant that teams were not traveling as well. So let's hope for the best and hope that West Indies can care yes, up their with the T20s and see if they can go into the World Cup with um, with a higher ranking. Any other thoughts from anyone else? Any thoughts from? I know. Well, 
we're, we're certainly welcoming this tour because remember earlier in the year when they finished the Sri Lanka tour, I was very concerned that we appeared to have had nothing scheduled, but obviously I was quite wrong because you know now we see that they've got a full slate. So I, I am really delighted to know that we're going to be very busy this season in the Caribbean. Indeed, indeed. You know, something that we have not been following for a while mm-hmm. is that we have, we have um, some players in the county championship. And um, the Worcestershire, Worcestershire is represented by... Uh, Worcestershire? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, some of us are about three players over there. Yeah, well, Worcestershire has Azari Joseph. Gloucestershire has Craig Bradwick. Uh Kent... Kent has um, comments, Miguel comments. I think it's sorry. Yeah. Kimaroch, is it sorry? Is he has sorry? Or... I'm not too. I don't remember quite well. I think he's just sorry or something. But he, he, he made a good a good showing. But I was watching the the, the standing and Wilshire. Worcestershire were in second place. A little rumbling with paper, folks. The paper, paper files are coming through. You know. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, so I was watching the standing and Worcestershire. They uh, were third in the standings up to yesterday. And they had not won a match. And they lost today. And they, I don't know. How can you be third? And they haven't won and watched because the the way the fixture list is drawn or the points are allocated. You can get bowling well, points, you can get batting points. Yeah, well well that's it, Leon. That's it. Um <laughs> sometimes it's not just the, the total points for winning, but it is the incentive it gives batsmen and uh, and bowlers, you know, and, and I don't know if they have incentives for, for catching or wicket keep I don't I don't I don't know what <laughs> what's the situation. But with with those um batting points and bowling points um, even without winning, you can continue to accumulate points, and that, that's exactly what's happened to, to them right now. Worcestershire. But I think Craig Bradford's team, I think they were in number one position in their group, so, and they're doing well. Um, uh, Kima, not Ro- Roach has been doing exceedingly well, too, with his bowling, and the comments has been lukewarm, So and Joseph, too, has... Uh, being there and thereabouts, but the, the, the important thing is that they are getting some exposure and some experience, and obviously rubbing shoulders with with, with some talented players and players from around the world will make them at least learn something. So I'm happy for them, and hopefully that they'll come back, and when they're being drawn into the squad, they will be uh, able to make a stronger contribution to West Indies trying to get back to the glory days. Uh, and Leon, and, and mm-hmm. Leon, and Leon, just, just in case the West Indies should tour England, um, you know, in, in the future, and um, this continue to happen with, with West Indian players, whether bowlers or batsmen, you know, playing in the, in the English condition, it will help the West Indies also immensely. With, with the experience of, of the weather condition, should they be selected for the West Indies team? 
Any comments from you, Dennis? Yes, well, remember last week when we had um, Mr. Scarrett on with us, he had indicated oh, to us that... We I'm sorry. Cameron. Cameron. Uh, Mr. Skerritt, the week before, sorry. Okay. He had indicated to us that uh, there was some negotiations in place where we could expect to see more West Indian players gaining experience in the English situation, you know, in English cricket. Yeah. And I welcome that very much because this was something that we were very much lacking, you know, Prior to um, well, the, the last well, certainly the last five years or so, we didn't have a lot. But I was very pleased to see that uh, had been something that they've been working on, and uh, I'm happy that it's now about to be implemented. So that that's a good thing. Jatin, just change the topic a little bit. I forget to mention last week we we didn't bring in a, a Mother's Day song from India. But can you tell us how how the situation is going on in India with regards to the COVID? A number a number of um, players must be affected because of the pandemic and the number of people who are in, uh, infected each and every day. Give us an update. You can you do that? I think since that uh, IPL being postponed because of the situation, uh, things are doing well in terms of the players, because all players went back to their families and now there's absolutely no cricket activity or most of the offices, uh, even at the local and area level, uh, uh, cricket authorities are being closed and they're working from home. So we can feel a little bit comfort there that there are not many issues anymore with the players. I have not heard anything uh, major for any a notable player or celebrity player got into the extra trouble or something like that. So it looks like all going well in terms of the cricket and players and their families. Uh, Mm -hmm. Overall, yes, definitely. It's still disappointing that the things are not healing quickly. And it will take a time. It depends on how much uh, help people can get from government and all of the resources. But if you look at the overall Uh, There is a huge support worldwide going into the India at the moment. And uh, I was talking to a couple of people last night, and I did find out a few things. It's not about money at the moment for India. Mm -hmm. It's about the real help they need in terms of the service and the equipments. For example, food. We can spend money from here, but who will serve these people? And that is what it's uh, going through the hardest part. Where are the people who can come out and serve or help the people by putting the precious time? Anyone can send in money from anywhere. It's easy thing to do. But the India is suffering on, we call it the lake of support and volunteers. And that's, uh, we expect that it can come down to a less headache issue within a month or so because it looks like uh, within a week they are flushing a lot of medications and vaccines and those things. Once they put uh, some operation plan in action, we can say it will take about at least two months to get back to some sort of comfort because India is a huge population, second most population country in the world. So 
nobody can expect this thing going to go over within a short time. USA can do it. USA, if you compare the U.S. and India, I believe the USA's population is about one-fifth. So it's a five times more in the country, which is six times less in volume, means area. If you go by area, India is about six times less than USA. So that's a 30 times uh, factor is impacting them right now. If India, USA had that trouble last year, what do you expect for the India? It's a 30 times more headache for them. So let's hope and go so. Uh, all the festivities and celebration, including this uh, uh, Eid Mubarak, the Islam or Muslims, uh, the very important uh, festival day, I call it the religious way, uh, after that Ramadan month, it did not go well either because the people are suffering, people are disappointed. There is a lots of psychological stress is going in the peoples and in families. And in this crisis, we don't expect some sort of celebration or something. And that's what exactly happened on Mother's Day, too. We did not see that uh, upbeat uh, momentum from the people from India. They all did it, whatever they can do, by staying safe and in comfort with the family. Jaitin, you also mentioned about the AGM for the USA. Can you just bring us up to date? What are some of the problems that they are encountering? Because I, I, a little bird whispered that something is brewing in in the USA. Is that correct? <laughs> well, the AGM they already declared the agenda, which is straightforward. This AGM is all about giving you the review of what they have done during the last year or so, and what are the things uh, in terms of the progress made. And then they have some uh, visionary or planning information, like what they are expecting to make next with that uh, 10-year plan they have, including reaching out to that Olympics in Los Angeles in 2028. Uh, We have some uh, major ICC events coming up within a year, in terms of the under-19 female cricket as well as uh, men's cricket. But uh, right now, everything is like uh, stalled and not moving forward. So those are the things I think we're going to expect the update. I believe top of that, this annual report is coming with this AGM, which they already published, open to public. And those Mm -hmm. are the information will be discussed and will be passed along to the people through the presentation. Uh, they are doing this uh, online, means uh, their meeting will be in a closed call, invitation only to the board members and stakeholders, something like that. But it will be relayed or replicated through the YouTube and some other social media where people can watch live and listen to them, what's going on like that. Uh, they also declare that they have a, assigned a 30-minute time slot at the end of the AGM where they will take questions and answers from the people, but it's not the call-in question and answers like we do on radio. It will be a, uh, I believe, the set for some sort of process where the people has to turn in their questions through the email or some sort of form. And from there, they will pick up the question and answer 
a few of them isn't there is no way you can pull out too many questions in 30 minutes so i'm expecting that they will pick up some key questions or maybe the big concern and uh, try to give us the information we all either don't know or willing to know that will be the situation other than that uh, i don't have much information and because of our radio show i'm not attending but uh, definitely going to review the recording once it is done so it will be on youtube anyway so we can definitely discuss more in detail about this agm probably next sunday all right anybody has anything to ask jatin about what he has mentioned yes i have a question i have a question jatin you didn't mention anything about the possibility of completing the ipl is there anything concrete uh, set about where or when or how they will complete the IPL. And the second point is, I noted about three current or former players who've lost their parent or parents in the COVID-19 uh, pandemic going on over there in, in, in India. Do you have any more you can enlighten us on that? Well, the first of all, they are trying to uh complete this IPL 2021 most likely in November and they are uh, talking about the location Abu Dhabi like last year they went to the middle east and play the entire IPL because of corona situation so uh this year they tried to play in uh, three cities in India but then the middle of the IPL tournament this thing uh, escalated to the unbelievable point where the government is not able to manage hospitals are full and uh, when the situation is going in a wrong direction overall in humanity uh, they already stepped up and they said let's pause it postpone this tournament until we see the good time so at the moment i will say only the information is out there is they may resume the IPL in november and it will not be in india it will be third party country which is usually dubai or abu dhabi or oman those kind of country so we have to wait and watch on that one and even they do it's 100% sure that it will not be the full fledged what means whatever the roster they had and whatever the people means players they had from the foreign countries who started this 2021 IPL uh, majority of them will not be available that means either they're going to have a lot of replacement to fill up those spots or they can bring some new faces is going to happen but again we have to wait and watch uh, november is about almost 6 months away from here so we have to see what other updates coming from the india yes uh, you read the right thing on a couple of relatives i believe the couple of youngster lost their parent means dad and brother that was the one story i know there was another candidate had a lost family member but uh, this is not something i call it unusual because in that country with that population and when everyone is suffering if not everyone then i will say majority of them are suffering or going through this corona situation then we are expecting those stories it's going to happen a lot of people losing their family members but the good thing is so far or honestly in my opinion 
at least we have not lost any legend or cricketer yet that's a good thing to have it at least these are the people who can keep continue in the future of cricket in india is no doubt it's a sad fact couple of uh, people who lost their uh, family members it will take a time to get back to the normal but game goes on and let's hope every player around the world can stay safe not just india it does not matter which country they coming from we care about game and we love to see all players survive and stay safe and come back and resume game when things are good get some get some tell oh go ahead go ahead go ahead okay yeah yeah um yeah there there are some conspiracy conspiracy theories <laughs> on on the, on the internet you 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 see them on whatsapp everywhere let let's say on, on social media that are, they are doing everything to discourage people from getting the vaccine and you know you know how much people die from the covid and compared to how much people might have died from the from the vaccine you 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 can't even decrease and is you know to talk about but they will they will discourage everybody and one of the why why I'm aware about of this conversation because one I watched one and is saying over in India what is happening what we are being shown what we are being showed now is like things that happened from years ago when they had some gas some gas leak or whatever in India and it people not dropping dead from covid you know uh, I want you to refute that um, once and for all because I, i i know what sky news is bringing and it seems like up to date you have connection there but they will try everything to tell people that look that's not happening and you don't have to take the 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 the, um, the vaccine talk to me it will take a time again this is a huge population and we have plenty of divisions or groups politically religion basis sports basis communities and basis and the society basis and there is a cultural differences and because of that major diversity in terms of religion and politics it's a very hard to convince each and every one out there what they do or what they supposed not to do because there are group of people golf on based on their affiliation and there is no way to convince them and there is no overnight solution again because of the volume number 2 even you take two vaccine doesn't mean you are safe nothing going to happen to you we have not seen that label yet and it's a very unfortunate at the moment while we speak india does not have enough supply of vaccine period and that is the biggest concern they have and honestly i'm with you 100% i know why you bring this topic what i love and i love to say the same thing like you think we are on same page i will say why you take a chance if you're going to die you're going to die no matter what but why mm-hmm. don't go for to take a chance and see if you can survive with this two shot right it's option is there it costs nothing you may survive with vaccine 
but without vaccine you have no hope and the people mm-hmm. are getting into that formula now they understand this is not a necessity we have to do it and if the people start understanding that then the momentum will change but if you look at the progress as of right now i believe i was reading something and it says they are barely under 4% of population has been vaccinated now that's a huge in that population what it means you have 96% remain who are not vaccinated majority of them maybe you can label like they are not interested in vaccine but reality is not it's impossible to cover this entire population in a short time it takes a lot and it will gonna take a time no matter what how much help they can get from the other countries and that, that will be the impossible target for that sort of population and then top of that india has another issue is the travelers because if you look at it i will say you're going to find south asians means indian in almost to my knowledge from the one uh, uh legal report we have indians living in 171 country now you're not going to find this kind of diversity what that mean is if the indians living or immigrated to these 171 countries means they have the back home connection they are the one who visiting back home for one or other reason either to meet parents either for just vacationing back to see the friends and places out there but because of that flow it's a very hard to stop spreading or blocking the incoming situation they cannot afford to say stop all airports we are not accepting any travelers or visitors and that is a big question mark to them even they do improve a lot of things internally they still are open gate to expose from the incoming travelers tourists or the visitors so it's a long way to go but again is not in our control there is nothing much we can do besides helping them and praying for the better other than that it's all about the government and what they do but definitely the way it looking it if god the media is covering or we see world of videos people are suffering that's a reality okay gentlemen let's pause for cause because we have with us simon o'brien simon come on in and i'm going to and a very good to... evening to you mr president and good evening to you dennis cardinal godly virgil patel jetna Ivo, Henry, Mr. McKenzie, and all our faithful listeners all over the world. I do hope everyone is well and safe, and I want everyone to be safe next week. You and your whole family, and just as I was listening to Mr. Patel talking about the problems in India, it is a big problem, mainly because of the population, and then people live in so many rural areas, It's hard to get to them. I do understand the size of India, their population, and it's not very easy. It's not an easy task. So um, my prayers go out for the Indian people and hope that they find some way to get to clamp down on this pandemic. That's my big fear right now. 
population is hard to get to them in the rural areas, and um, it's very, very difficult. My sympathy goes out with them. Gentlemen, let's, let's take, a, let's take a, a minute break because we're going to entertain a song here, One Gone Again, a popular song by, um, popularized by Audley. And then we bring in... President, everybody's uh, bored here. Are you ready for my question, Mr. President? Yes, sir. And we have with us Virgil as well. Virgil, good evening to you too. Yes, I'm so yeah, happy to hear Virgil is back. Good evening. How is how are you doing, Virgil? How is Antigua? Uh, beautiful as always. Okay. I know the mangoes are not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one was coming. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> No, that's what my wife told me to ask you that. <laughs> Roma told me to ask you. Man, he just threw her under the bus like that. <laughs> yeah. Roma said, uh, mangoes yet. I said, not until June, July. 
Okay. <laughs> it's nice to see you back safely, uh, Virgil. We missed you. And I uh, hope you. everything is fine. Your family and everybody is well. And I'm um, so happy to have you back with us. Okay, gentlemen, question tonight is, it seemed like we had, um, oh, well, last week we didn't have a chance to get your questions. I have a special question tonight. And would you tell me, please, the first West Indian bowler to take a hat trick in a test? Listen to me carefully now. The first West no, Indian. No, I don't know. To take a hat trick in test. That's the first part of the question. Second part, in what year and against which team oh. in test I'm talking about? I will take a stab that it was landscapes. And, uh, I think it was landscapes. Wait, 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 Mr. McKenzie, one at a time. Okay. Go ahead, Dennis. I think it was Lance Gibbs, and that would have been about uh, 1961 uh, or 62. Okay. Uh, I, I know Mr. Patel always gets them right. <laughs> Patel? Patel, are you with us? Oh, maybe when yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I believe it's uh, it cannot be landscape, man, because I know it's some um, so I will say Wesley Hall. Wesley Hall. Hall is the right person, and uh, I believe Wesley had a great time against Pakistan. So I'll take it Pakistan around 1960. I will say. Okay, thank you, Mr. Patel. Yeah, I, I, I say another Western has um, four hat trick takers in, in, in Test cricket: Gibbs, Hall, Courtney Walsh, and um, Jermaine Lawson, I think. No? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, but I, I think West Hall was the first. Okay, uh, I'll just I'll just pick it back. Okay, thank you, thank you, Audley. I'll just pick. I'll just you, let me finish. I'll just piggyback uh, with Mr. Patel to say Pakistan. I don't know when I'm. <laughs> uh, you want to guess the year, Audley? You want to guess the year? No, no. Okay. Uh, is Dennis with us? Is Dennis with yes. us? Yes. Dennis. I said Lance Gibbs in 1961. Okay. <laughs> and um, what about our Antiguan friend, Virgil? Let's hear you. I'm, 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 don't know, but I'm, I think I'm going to take a chance and go with Mr. Patel. If okay. he's wrong, I'm going to be in big trouble with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like you're in big trouble with Irma about the mangoes. You, 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 you can't go wrong because I track a lot of records. So you, you can't go wrong. I believe it's 1959 or 1960. I don't know how they label it, but that was the series uh, when West Indies visited Pakistan and uh, Wesley Hall was the top performer in that series. So I don't know how the record book list, but I believe it was a some sort of early 1959 or 1960. That's what I recall. It was happened before my birth, but it's from my reading. Okay, thank you, Mr. Patel. Uh, Mr. McKenzie, you with us? Well, I'm 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 going to go with I'm going to go with with um, Lance Gibbs. Then, okay. And against whom? I don't 
I thought for call. Okay. And and guess me guess a year? A the year that oh you were my born. God. I won't even go there. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> I like that. You're not going there. <laughs> do we have um uh, Yeah me. I, do we I have Ivor with us today? Listen, but his hands aren't up, so I think he might be okay. working. So, okay, I understand. I understand. And I am going you to see, not, You're not all retired like I am. You're all youngsters, you know, teenagers <laughs> working. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyone okay, else I, on the I, panel, Mr. Pettigrew? I, 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 you didn't hear from me, but I, I say West Hall. And I'm going to say okay. against um, Pakistan, 1961-62. Okay. No, after the after the comeback from Australia, I think that was. Okay. Okay. That's that's the whole panel now. Uh, you want me to yes. divulge my answer? Yes. Got a person okay. who gets gentlemen, ladies, and listeners, every all over the world. Uh, my book says uh, the correct answer is West Hall, who was the first West Indian to take a hat trick in a test, and that was in 1959. Against Pakistan. Mm. Okay, okay. Mr. Patel to the head of Gulga. So three of you had it right. Three of you had it right. Wait, wait. We played Pakistan in 58 and 59. Oh, well, the book here says in 59. So maybe it went over from 58 to 59. No, wait, wait, no, wait, wait. We played Pakistan in 58 in uh, the Caribbean. Right. But then we return. We return the tour, and it we, generally it's like the, the end of the year. Okay. Maybe the end of the yeah, year. The end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So it will go. Mm-hmm. That, it just overlap. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, okay. I didn't print it. That's what my book says. So no, no, you're that's right. what my book you're tells right. me. You're right, but I'm just questioning because we we had played them in '58 when we when so was and them guys make the big yeah yeah. Record. So I would yeah, say that a, they would have had. They normally would yeah, rest I got year, it. but as soon as they go the following year to Pakistan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. it from the cricket book, so I have to yeah, say what right. the book says. I'm not questioning it, but I'm just questioning the... That's the reason behind my, 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 my question, my answer. Okay. But Mr. 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 Patel wasn't the closest to the answer, right? So why don't we yes. ask him to ask your question in reverse, in return? Patel, okay. question to Simon. Okay, on the same topic, Simon, I can ask you a simple thing. You know, the I'm West willing, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to learn. Willing, West Indies ballers took four hat-tricks. First yeah. one was Wesley Hall. Second mm-hmm. was Lance Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Third one was, uh, I think, Courtney Walsh. And the latest one was the Jermaine uh, Lawson. Okay. Mm-hmm. My okay. question is, can you name the country where this hat trick's taken? Ooh. Uh, well, uh, off the top of my head, I'm going to go right away and tell you Australia. Or, or just tell me which, which bowler has took the hat trick at home in West Indies, in Caribbean Island. Yeah, oh, you man. mean, I thought you were asking me uh, which, against which country took the hat trick. Yep, yep, let's go for that first. Okay. I would say against Australia. All right. Good answer. I would say Australia, because I know Larson went down to Australia and wrecked them. And uh, off the top of my head, I'd say Australia. So you got it right, that part. Now, which baller took the hat-trick at home? Mm -hmm. 
He got okay. three hat tricks against I... Australia, and the first one was Pakistan. He got right that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, at home. Which I... baller took the hat trick in West Indies again with the oh. home crowd? Okay, I'll I'll have to go with Lance Gibbs. I'll have to go with Gibbs. <laughs> yes, three tries. Anyone else? <laughs> He's lost, but let him let him make another try. Yeah. That's not right. Okay. He did that in Jamaica. Home crowd. He said home crowd. Home uh, crowd. In front of his own, his own town. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll, I'll have to go with Larson then. Yes, Larson is the correct. He took that uh, hat trick against Australia mm. uh, in Kingston. Yeah. yeah. That was the only one at home. No, yes. sorry, no, not the Kingston in Jamaica, man. That, that's about, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Bridgetown yeah. Barbados. It cannot be Jamaica, no. Okay. Can someone Good. check? I think Jermaine Lawson took the hat trick in Kensington Oval in Bridgetown. That's our recall. It's a 2003. And listening from one of your good guy, commentator from West Indies, was... Yeah. Uh, giving the statement that West Indies took 75 years in test cricket to have the first hat-trick at home. I remember that statement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. You see how much I do learn from you men who know the game so well? That's my reason for coming on the show. I learn something new every night. You men know your cricket. Mr. 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 Patel, what happened to that bowler after he did that? Can you tell the, the panelists what happened to him? What is that? What, what is that? happened to that bowler who took those that hat trick? What happened to him? Banned for illegal action. <laughs> 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 because you took those hat trick against Australia. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> 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 That's a good one. I like it. <laughs> is that a serious <laughs> response? Yes, well, I, I can tell you. I can tell you. Uh, German Lawson accent is a little bit kind of, uh, I will say, tricky. He is uh, good at it in his own shoes, and uh, he is a master at it. I will not blame it. But uh, you know that uh, when somebody observes the baller and feel like this is a suspicious accent or accent is not right. Then they go in a really deep, uh, uh, we call it investigation, to see where the biomechanics stands, how the arm is bending in terms of the number of degrees from the ankle, the releasing point. And when they go in this biomechanics and there's a body essential part to find out what is the correct balling should be, it does that. And uh, I will not point a finger on any player. It's not happened to just uh, just one baller. It's happening almost many other ballers. Even the greatest Murli Dharan had a lot of issues. He has every time, I believe it's the three different occasions in Australia, he was being called for illegal action. Now, these are the controversial calls and always go to the ICC. And they do some sort of, testing and the improvement thing and they bring it back and uh, I think the most recent we have in West Indies uh, in terms of this balling is I think Sunil Naren. 
he was been through this uh, hardship too. And it's not something unusual. You expect this thing. And it's happening, I will say, if you track on it in the world cricket, the majority of the suspicious action came out after the good performance, if you look at the other way. And that's scary to uh, do that kind of research. Why the baller is being picked after they are performing well. They could have picked this baller when they enter in a cricket world arena or when they were laying like a first-class cricket at home. Why don't they detect? And this is the ongoing issue. Mm-hmm. As far as I could see, up to September 2005, although his actions were questioned, he was subsequently cleared of throwing, but then he had some sort of a injury which may well have taken him out of the... Uh, yeah, he had a spinal stress fracture that sidelined him from Champions Trophy at the end of uh, 2004, I think it was. And that may well have been why he is no longer on the cricket scene. But he was never banned from for throwing. He was subsequently cleared on two occasions when his actions were questioned. And uh, to follow up on that... Um with you there, Dennis. I remembered um, Ramadan. Uh, you youngsters wouldn't know who he was, but Ramadan was questioned in England too for action, his action. Yes. And mm-hmm. Ramadan was a spinner, but he was questioned with his action. Mm-hmm. But he was um, eventually cleared. You know. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, uh, you see, uh, I'll have to tell Virgil who Ramadan was. Because oh, he wasn't yeah. born in those days. <laughs> Ramadan and Valentine were two twin spinners. Uh, in West Indies, and they, they played back then, 50s and 60s. So uh, when you write home to Antigua, ask your grandfather about Ramadan. He was a very good spinner, came out of Trinidad, and Valentine from Jamaica. I certainly remember the Calypso. Thank you very much. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Audley, yes. I know you weren't born yet, Audley. That's why I'm telling you the time that he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Just just and, a and in the German Larson in the German German Larson took his hat trick at Kensington Oval. It was it was Kensington Oval in Barbados. The ninth of May twenty oh yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just okay. to up and a question that um Jatin raised about um, the continuation about the IPL. Is there any true? I understand that the England counties have offered to host the remainder of the IPL. Is there any truth in that, Jatin? I don't think they're going to resume very soon because uh, the government situation, the travel situation, and the lockdown situation within India is uh, complicated at the moment. And it will be very unfortunate that the cricket can take priority and try to break the laws or the normal protocol they have in place for the safety of the people. So in other words, I don't think players want to come out from their families and situation and just go for the cricket. This is not the right time. I will say earliest action we expect to see, that will be that the World Test Championship Series against New Zealand 
is not in London. It's, I believe, on the west of London, about our, I think Southampton is the area they are targeting to play. And that will be the first outing I'm expecting. After that, they have a few uh, series to play, and the only open window particularly India has, it's in November. But at the same time, the other countries don't. So the most likely, I will say, if IPL has to resume, it will be November. And uh, not just uh, England. I think Sri Lanka also offers that option to play the IPL in Sri Lanka. But looks like uh, uh, Indian side has not taken any consideration or decision at the moment. It will be wait and watch in terms of the situation, what's happening in India right now. Okay. It appears from some notes I've seen that Lawson eventually played very recently for the United States. Does anyone have any news on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Yeah, his name was came up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we haven't heard of him anymore. Apart from that, he came up with well, this. Yeah, but if he recently, very recently played for the United States, very likely he might still be available and playing for the United States in some of these upcoming, uh, you know, matches that's due, you know, the ICC matches. Which player are we talking, then? Jermaine Lawson. No, Jermaine Lawson. I'm not yes, sure no. because I think he played, he was in contention for the USA spot in a, also, if I recall. I believe a few years back he came out and tried. And then he had a opportunity to be back in a West Indies squad recently. And uh, with those situations, uh, we have to see how it uh, works for the USA side because USA side... Uh, has a ICC player uh, requirement in terms of the residency. That is the big part. And then uh, we also see if the German, especially this West Indies player, if they have the better opportunity at home to represent the West Indies, I don't blame them. They will take the priority to play for West Indies yeah, rather than they might... come out and play for USA. You know, but... Uh, we can uh, expect if he is in contention, he will be good to go. I will say any age well, because the last reference for him was October 2014 when he played for the United States against Nepal. Right, mm. but after that he went back to the West Indies, and I believe last year I think he was recalled in West oh, okay. Indies in the main mm-hmm. side. I see. To play as a senior player and a mentor, I believe he did not get uh, opportunity to play in 11, but he was a part of the squad. I believe it was mm-hmm. an ODI squad against mm-hmm. Sri Lanka most recently. So we, mm-hmm. we have to wait and watch and see how it unfolds. But uh, that is also a loophole in uh, ICC regulation requirement when the players are eligible to play for two countries or wants to play two different countries because it does not have some sort of uh, cooling time. In my opinion, there should be a cooling time. Like you played for the one country, 
then you must wait for i will say at least 3 years before you switch the country otherwise the players will well, be switching around their spots but but would it not depends on whether or not you establish residence in either country well rather than at the at up. the moment yeah at the moment they have a lot of west indies uh, players in us who can play both sides right as long as they can meet requirement for example let's say someone born in jamaica means they have the jamaican passport means they can play for jamaica without any restriction or regulation because right. they born there and they have the passport which belong to jamaica so they can represent jamaica and play for west indies without any other requirement period but to play for the usa you must have the usa passport if not the green card and then you meet the icc qualification requirement which is we call it the residential requirement 186 days out of 365 days of year living in united states when you meet that requirement for 3 years you are eligible to play for usa even you have foreign country passport as long as you have valid green card that is the situation so this is the reason you can have these multiple options where the people can play for that birthplace or the new resident okay mr patel to continue with with last now for a minute the mm-hmm. way he got his hat trick is that he he got he bowled brestly and that was wicket number 8 and then he got jason gillespie next ball wicket number 9 the captain declared with nine wickets down and it, it was the, the second innings his first ball in the second innings when he he got i think justin lang so that completed the hat trick <laughs> yeah. yeah that is correct he did not take all in one inning one in right okay it's spread out in two different innings <laughs> two different innings interesting and the cap the captain declared after it was it was 600 605 for 9 and he declared 605 for 9 did did, did western is win the match or it, it was australia did uh i i can't recall that <laughs> but but jetin you were asked a couple of weeks ago to give us a all time india team i don't know if you gotten around to do it i forgot to remind you but uh, do you you have it at the top of your head well i can i can go ahead off my head anyway is not something okay. big thing because there's a all time and paper I'll write down the name because you may hear some names you never heard before <laughs> well when it when we talk about all time greats or all time 11 there is a always the controversial situation the name comes up because everyone has their own way to pick up the team unless we came out with some sort of standard or put some kind of baseline or benchmark like this player need to have certain number of tests certain number of runs certain number of wickets certain number of average something like that then it can be a fair enough to say this is the best team based on this requirement something like that but to me while i was growing up 
and the way I followed the cricket since I will say my early days of 19, mid 60, I always admired some of the greatest. So basically, if I start number one opening batsman, without any question or concern, that's the Sunil Gavaskar. And I know the worst, worst of the West Indies fans can never forget his starting series in 1971 in West Indies when he scored 720 something runs in just three, three tests. Since then, he was the beauty, right? If I had to pick up the number two batsman to support uh, Sunil Gavaskar, I will be definitely going for Virendra Shehwag as the person That's who has two. done a lot, right? Then it comes to the one-down batsman. We have very tricky situation to pick up one-down. Plenty of legends who can take it. But honestly, to me, I love Rahul Dravid to be at number three, but I will go with the Dilip Bank Sharker. He's the only Indian batsman who has scored three centuries in England at Lords. And everyone knows what it takes to score century at Lords. He was the performer outside India. Going at number four, definitely that spot goes to Sachin Tendulkar. No question about it. Mm-hmm. And then you are going at number five, something middle order batsman. I have not seen it. I have not heard it. He has done before I born. But I'll pick up Vijay Merchant. He is a played against the Brian uh, Don Bradman era and was performing. And that makes my five contenders at the batsman side. Then it comes to the keeper. I will rate MS Dhoni because compared to him, there is no other keeper. Even the Kirmani was great against the all legendary spinners, but Dhoni has done more than any keeper can. What about going for engineer? The key? Engineer no, was a good keeper and opening batsman, right? Now opening spots are gone. And okay. the top of that, if you look at the numbers, and uh, as a coach, I look at the other way. What is the skill part and what is the potential? You know, engineer is also a legend. We can say he is not good, but the, we are trying to pick up the best to my opinion. Then I'll go for them as Dhoni if I had to pick up, you know. Then you are coming to the greatest all-rounder, Kapil Dev, got to be in the team, period. You cannot have that sort of legend, okay? Then you got to have the, another spinner or all-rounder who can take a spot. Then it's uh, definitely, it's a very hard to find a person who can fit this situation. But I love to have it another all-rounder called Madan Lal. It's a kind of not that great hero, but he has done a lot in Indian cricket. And then you got the three spots for the spinner, we call it. I'm a traditionally Indian guy, grown up in India, so we love to have three spinners in a team, not three or four fast ballers. We don't believe in that. So I will definitely go number one spinner as a Chandra Shaker. Then I will go number two as definitely Bison Baby. What about Vilamankar? I'm coming to. <laughs> I'm okay. coming to. That's the third and last one. 
off-spinner, right? We pick up the Chandrasekhar as a right-arm leg. You pick up the orthodox Bison baby, left-arm. So we are going for off-spinner is the Vinumankar. Now, Vinumankar has a beauty. The Vinumankar and Ravi Sastri are the only two all-rounders, spinning all-rounders, different all-rounders. Sastri was left-arm leg spin. Vinumankar is off-spinner. But these two can back any number. Mm-hmm. And that's a beauty I can come out with. No, no place for Kohli? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you'll come out with Azruddin, you'll come out with Ganguly, you'll come out with Ravel, but you need just okay. never on this particular evening from my head. So this is my pick, period. You know, okay. <laughs> as I say, it's always controversial, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sir. Anybody else has anything to say about um, Patel's team, a good team? Yeah, I, and, I, and, 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 and let let me run right. let me run on the team you pick Gavaska, Siwa, Ventaka, Tendulka, Merchant, Merchant, Doni, Chapel Dev, Martin Madan Lal, Sandashika, Berry, Vinomankad. Yeah, uh, uh, somehow I have to I would have to p- find a place for uh Kum- Anil Kumli. Kumli? Uh, uh, Kumli yeah. can take off Chandrasekhar, but I can tell you I have seen Chandrasekhar and Kumle both. I will say Chandrasekhar was more dangerous in his days than Kumle is. It's unfortunate Chandrasekhar did not uh, took that many wickets because during those days India was playing less for a test. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's and true. not only that, you look at it when Chandrasekhar took his career. There were barely six or seven countries playing test cricket. Where Kumla started, he had a ten countries to compete. You know, so he, this uh, comparison can go unlimited talks, very lengthy talk, because he can't compare with the past and today. Like we trying to compare something with the Clive Law's 1980 team and the today's generation. No, we are way off completely. You know, we have to look for what these legends did it. The only the one person I love to have it in this one, if the merchant is not there, I'll pick up the Patodi in his place. Now what the good leader. Mansi Alisan Patadi. Yeah. Yep. As as a wicket keeper, wicket keeper, how about how about um not is it um no contractor? Now we can Now yeah. Doni and oh. Kirmani are the two best ones. Doni, yeah. Kirmani, third one is Morey. These are the top three mm-hmm. keeping. And then it comes to the Farouk Engineer. Farouk Engineer was good engineer, at this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah but the Engineer did not play that many tests or did not mm-hmm. uh, last his career long. He, every player is good during his time, I will say. We cannot rate them because of this comparison. But what I'm picking is, to my knowledge... These are the best team you can find all time. And again, this Leon can change. If you ask Sehwag, he'll come to something different. If you ask Tendulkar, he will have something different. So it's basically, what is your mindset and what are you trying to pick up as a team? That, that's the whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, just, want to re- just, want to remind the, just want to remind the listeners that we are inside the Lawrence Yagaro oh, hour. That is from 8. To nine, eight from eight to nine. Oh, it's a Lawrence Yagaro hour. 
Yes, indeed, yes, that was a good side. That was a good side that was picked by Mr. Patel. Anyone wants to mention anything about the side before we move on to another side? Just want to tell Mr. Patel that, yes, I recognize all those names, so I guess I wasn't born, you know, I wasn't uh, born yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Let's welcome Jatsna. Jatsna, you heard Mr. Patel's All-India, All-Time Team. Any comments? Uh, yeah, good evening, everybody. Um, good yeah, evening. Good I evening to you, Good evening. I also recognize all those names Mr. Justin Patel mentioned. So nice to hear about their accomplishments and uh, their names again. It's been a oh. long time, actually. <laughs> long time. <laughs> good reminder. Right. Okay. Jatin, I can remember that that uh, Marchand Jacinka gave Viv Richards a tough time, man. He was one of the, the guys that um, he bowls like a like a medium pacer, right? He was, <laughs> you recall? He, like, he hmm. bowled like more more like um, uh, Derek Underwood and um, Kerry yeah. O'Keefe from Australia. Yeah. Yeah, there you take a. But he was mm. the, tricky, the tricky part. He was a slow momentum. If you look at his run up, about five six taps, but his rhythm was not that much aggressive. He comes like a really slow to the wickets, mm. and the final stride with his arm was the tricky. Where he used to take those googlies like a crazy, hard to believe, you know. And because <laughs> of that uh, technique he had he can push the ball in terms of the speed, the quickness, right? And that was mm-hmm. the biggest uh, problem for a lot of batsmen to play because if you compare those three great spinners, actually there were four, and three used to play at a time. We call it uh, Chandrasekhar as a right-arm leg spinner, the googly baller. Mm-hmm. Then he got a right-arm off spin where he put the ball in air more than on the pitch is a Prashanna. And then you had a baby. It's a natural left arm leg spinner, but he had arm deliveries coming in. He can throw the armors, and that was a good too. And then top of that, we had a fourth all rounder, uh, Venkat Raghavan, mm-hmm. another off spinner. Venkat did not got too many opportunities because uh, Prasanna, in his prime time, was the number one pick because he can. Uh, uh, create uh, a lot of disaster for the batsman, we call, because he can deceive the batsman in air because of his flight and the spinning deliveries. And that is the reason uh, Prasanna was always ahead of Venkatraagwan until he retired. And then Venkatraagwan keeps continuing. So if you look at this variation, we don't see that skill in uh, current generation, which is what exactly happening in West Indies. When you compare Roberts, uh, Garner, Marshall, Holding, we can name it. And Croft. Today's generation, the next generation, don't have that skill set. I'm not saying they are not good ballers, but those are the legends as a good variation, some sort of a natural technique with the cap on it to perform. They work hard to keep that uh, uh, successful uh, skill they had. And that is what's not happening in the next generation. Yeah, Mr. Patel, quick quick question, Mr. President. Quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Patel, can you hear me? 
yeah, yeah. Right. We're hearing you. We're hearing you. No, because I, uh, I was saying to him, I've seen um, Farouk Engineer uh, keep in England. He was a very, very good wicket keeper. I don't know how you would trust him, but I trust him as a very good wicket keeper. And when he was a kid, they had a spinner came from Madras called Gup- Subhash Gupta. Gupti. Yep, Gupti. Gupti. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's before, long before um, your time, Mr. Patel. Long before yeah. um, Adley's before time and all those Virgil time. I was a kid going to school in Caribbean when they brought a spinner called Subhash Gupti. No. Yeah. Yeah. He was a very good spinner. I don't know how he would compare with Bailey and those players. No, I know him. I know that way. Even I have met Karoke Jr. personally one time in my life. He's a good gentleman. But yeah. uh, era he played, I call it the time he played, we don't have that much variation in Indian team. The real yeah. variation came when the Kirmani started, when we had a three or four legendary spinners and a couple of good all-rounders. And yeah. that is what the keepers are tested. And then the real test came out when the Dhoni started. It's not just his leadership. We had a lots of variety of spinners. If you compare the uh, bowlers uh, about these keepers have played against, I think Dhoni is at number one who has faced more bowlers in his career than any other previous keeper, period. Yeah. Then it comes to the Kirmani. So I'm going in that direction. Like how many different ballers he has kept, right? Because that can be a real test in terms of how good the keeper is because the mm-hmm. keeper has to make a lot of adjustments to keep the extras low. That's one thing. Number two, he has to be good enough active player behind the stumps to catch as well as stumpings. And so far in a fielding, we call it runouts, right? So yeah. people need to be judged based on, in my opinion, I love to... Uh, compare these keepers based on how many ballers they have faced and what is the effectiveness they had behind the stumps, like how many drop catches or how many missed stumpings. This is the volume can tell how good is the keeper is. Okay. Any other questions? Because I'm going to no, go that on was, to my, Yeah, thank you, Mr. Patel. Thank you. My all-time um, Guyanese team is as follows. Roy Fedrick. Alvin Kalicharan, Rowan Kanai, Basil Butcher, Shiv Shander Paul, Clive Lloyd, Carl Hooper, Rian King, John Trim, Colin Croft, Lance Gibbs. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Roy Frederick, Kalicharan, Rowan Kanai, Basil Butcher, Shiv Shander Paul, Clive Lloyd, Carl Hooper, Rian King, John Trim, Colin Croft, Lance Gibbs. Your thoughts, gentlemen? Virgil. Did you did you mention did you mention two openers? Yeah, I I'm opening with Kelly Chur- I'm opening with Kelly Churan and um okay, 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 okay. Go ahead. Any comments? Um, who at number three? Kanai? I had Kanai yeah. at number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. I had Basil Butcher. Who would be Butcher? Basil Butcher at number four. Clive Lloyd yeah. at number five. No, no. Shiv Shandra Paul at number five. Shiv Shandra Paul. And, and 
Lloyd, number six. At six. Mm-hmm. Carl, uh, Carl Hooper. At seven. At seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eight, eight, college <clears throat> four. Who, who's Nine. the batsman? I'm going to use college, uh, can I, to, 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 to wiki keep. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so Croft. Followed I got by. Croft. Yeah, Croft. Not eight. Um, John Shrim, number nine. Number 10 would be Rian King. And number 11 would be Landscapes. Landscapes, number 11. That's I'd have to look up more about um, King. King uh, and Trim. King and uh, Trim. Yeah, well, you know, I passed this side through a number of Guyanese and said, listen, you cannot pick a side without John Trim. So I said, the guy was good, but he didn't play a lot of matches. So I go mm-hmm. and look, look him up. And John Trim, he only played, he played four matches. He got 18 wickets and he averaged 16.16. There's also, there's also another fast ball by name, Randall Randerich. Randerich. Randerich, yeah. Randerich, yeah, Randerich. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I, I, I think it's a pretty good team. I think it's a pretty good team. And uh, it's... I got a perfect side. <laughs> anyway, even got to select this... Yeah, come up. Always find some room for some improvement. Oh for yeah, oh yeah. Um, just as Jensen was saying, we we need to, when when, away from having an having an overall um, team for a country, let's say we we separated for 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 first twenty five years, mm-hmm. or or you know say for, for the first fifty or the second fifty, you mm-hmm. know, um, then then. In that case, we won't run into having problems with um, selecting players that we know compared to players that pass grades that we don't know much about uh, or we have never seen them play. So because of that, we tend to stick to the, the current players that we know, uh, those in more recent times. Yes. Well said. Uh, did we... I didn't pick the, with the leeward side. Nor did we pick the Trinidad side. But I'll have that for next week. I got some reservations. Let me see if I have the Trinidad side. I did pick a Trinidad side, but I had to make some some changes. Let me see what any any I other comments? I came across an article. Um, I think the top 12 uh, cricket commentators of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a top 10 or a top 12 and I saved it somewhere and I just can't find where 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 where, where I saved that thing but do you remember the number one all time yeah. commentator number, yeah, number one, one I'd have to say John Harlop number John one well, well uh, surpri- surprise surprise John, John Harlop is not in the top 10 oh. what <laughs> <laughs> John Harlett was not in the top 10. Uh, John Harlett was not in the top 10. Henry Blofeld was not in the top 10. No, Alan Alan no, McGillivray, no. not in it. How about Roy no. Lawrence? Roy Lawrence no, 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 Roy Lawrence. We, 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 we had three Henry from Blofeld? the... Henry Blofeld? Well, three from the... Henry? Three, 
Henry Blofeld is not in it. That's what I'm saying. Henry oh. Blofeld is not in it. So um, um, Michael Holding is among is among that. Um, they they um, remember that name. Remember Ian Bishop, that name. Ian Bishop. Ian Bishop. Ian Bishop. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Red Spurrier. Not Red Spurrier. Red. Uh, Tony Cozier. The Tony Cozier. Three Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The three guys from the Caribbean. Uh, we have I like Tony Cozier. Hasha Bogle yeah. from, from Trinidad. And we have the South African uh, guy who does the IPL too. Um, but how could, how could you leave what for Lawrence? Lawrence. <laughs> Danny Morris is, is not in it. Mm-hmm. Danny Morris is not in it. No Roy Lawrence. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the number, I forget who number one, who number two, but I know the, the number two, I think, is Richie Benu, or, or he's number three. Um, but the number one is Tony Gregg. Tony Gregg? Number, is the number one? Their num, number one is Tony Gregg. It's Tony Gregg, okay. Uh, what about uh, Ricky Rutnagar? Ricky Ricky Rutnagar. No, 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 Dicky Rutnagar. No, no, Dicky Rutnagar. Mm-hmm. No, Dicky Rutnagar. No, Barry Sabarikari. No. Yeah, I, 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 my, my, one of my best is this Tim Hector out of Antigua. I tell you, he ran around. Yeah, people go local, but but they were they were dealing with international. I know, but international. Yeah, yeah. I was going on to say that he didn't do many. International matches, but when Alan McGill mm-hmm. saw him, I heard him. He invited him to Australia to do commentary. Oh. Yeah, so I know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, he invited him, and he did not go though, but he invited him to come. I, I was gonna ask. I was just about to ask if he, if he had gone there. No, he didn't go. But I know he asked why, him. Why not? Told me that no, I don't know why, but he, he told me that he had asked him to come. He'd asked him to. But I remember one piece of commentary that he did when the, the, Sir Robert Bradshaw, the late um, Prime Minister of St. Kitts Nevis, died. He just cut the commentary and he began without, without note, without any <laughs> script. And he went on and people just stood and just listened. Stop what they're doing. We working. I'm working at public works. I stop what I'm doing just to listen to what he said. You could hear a pin drop. And, uh, um, and there was a guy in Trinidad too. I, I, you often rem- remember his name, but he Raffinol. used to. Raffinol. Raffinol. describes he describes a, a, a dismissal as dead jig. <laughs> <laughs> God, dead jig. But just before we go, I wanted to raise this topic. Recently, um, Sir Curtley said that West Indian West Indies cricket would never go back to its glory days. How many of you think that way? How many no. of you have think that West Indies cricket would never get back to its glory days when they were beaten left and right all on Sunday? No, well, I'll, I'll give you my. My opinion, first of all, uh, like I said last week with your guest speaker, uh, you know, I said to um, Cardinal, I said to Ivor, I'm saying on the show now, it's not realistic to think one team is going to be on top all the time. I remember when as a kid, they had men like Cowdery and Barrington and, and, and uh, Len Hutton, England was on top. 
then West Indies, then Australia, then South Africa. Uh, you're not going to be on top all the time. It's not realistic to think so. But, what but can you come I can back? see West coming back close to the top in the next four or five years. Everything goes in cycles, Mr. President. It goes in cycles. And the next four or five years, West Indies would be close to the top, if not on the top. That's how I'm predicting it to be. Because I, I know they had okay, uh, men there. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll come in with my, my thing now. We have to remember that that is Sir Kirtley's um, opinion, mm-hmm. right? That's his opinion. He don't think the West Indies will come back to the glory days. Um, he could be right. He could be wrong. Right? You, you agree with him or you disagree with him. But I, I'm not going to say, as the, as the saying goes, never say never. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, um, you know, we, we were just turning out um, battery of fast bowlers and, uh, and, and, and big batters like nothing, you know, just used to happen. And um, we, we are saying, uh, looking, at, looking around now, uh, we are saying we don't have the quality batsmen like, like, like what they were playing now. But um, Kyle Mears came on there out of, out of nowhere, you, you could almost say, when they went to Bangladesh, and nobody expected him to um, perform the way he did, or Bonner, or, or, or those young guys, right? The same thing could be said of, of um, or even more so, when India, a battered and bruised Indian, India team was down in, in, in Australia. And of course, they can't make any replacement because of the pandemic. And guys who weren't even considered, you, you know, um, coming near to the Indian test team, um, being a part of the side, eventually found themselves right into the team and have to perform because other guys are, are out and can't make the team. And uh, when Australia see them all is that they're going to roll over the guys, India turn, turn around and, 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 beat, and beat up Australia with not the first, as we call it, not the first team, right? So you find that people who will have to separate sometimes, as, as I often said, you don't know, uh, the, 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 the only way you find the flavor of tea bag is when you dip it into hot water. It brings out the flavor, right? So the whole thing is that if... You don't. You are not in a situation. You will never know sometime what what the what the other guys can do. So I'm not gonna say that it will never come back. I'm not gonna say, never say never. I'm not gonna say that. But then that's his opinion. He actually lived it. He's not on the sideline like we are just talking from the pavilion, <laughs> You're sitting in the pavilion watching cricket, right? Uh, and um, they they lived it. They they know what it was like. The discipline. And, uh, you, you know, it, it wasn't like then, like, no. And it now should be better because you have more incentive, more money is in it. And, and if you perform better, you, you, you get a bigger contract. So you, you never know. <laughs> the, saying, the saying goes that money makes the mere gallop. And um, lack of money can stop it from gallop, <laughs> from that gallop too. So <laughs> with, with so much money around, and um, they, they sort of discipline way now that, they, that they, they, the contracts are given out. If you don't perform, you're not going to get a contract or you're not going to get the top grade contract. It may actually force players to bring out the best in them. And what do you know? We may just be talking about the West Indies comparing 
to the sides of, of the 80s and 90s. My take, that's how I look at it oddly. Yeah. Everything goes in uh, cycles. Oh, oh. It's going to come a time they're going to be on top again. Just like India is on top now, it's going to come a time when everything goes in cycles. My my take of this is that currently we have T20, we have uh, one day, and we have test matches. The time T10 too, and T10 too. Well, okay, and T10. So we should have qualified basically what area, you know, which area of cricket we're talking about. I think the West Indies have the ability to be top dog in one of those four areas. It's I believe you're talking about test, test matches. I, I, you I, are I can't talking about test cricket, yeah. Okay, well, if he's talking about test matches, I think it's yeah. a long time. It'll take a long time to come, simply because right now we have those four areas, T10, T20, one day, and test matches, and we have players all contracted in all four of those. So when you think about it, they probably have maybe, what, 50, 60 players all told contracted in all of this. Even if they have 40 players, they've got a lot to choose from. And unfortunately, the quality that we require for test matches is very hard to find in those 40 contracted players. So it'll come maybe, but it will take an awful long time for it to reach that stage again, in my opinion. And I think that cursor currently may well have hit the nail on the head when he made that statement because we've got too many distractions right now in terms of, you know, the other matches which test match players have to compete in. That's my take. No, but, 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 but Mr. Dennis, uh, mm-hmm. the, 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 you don't have to compete test match with ODIs and so. It, it's very few, very few players you see out there that can, that, that has the ability that make that transition from test to ODI to, to, to T20, even T10. Right, so um, there are a set of players that are, uh, if you want to say pigeonhole, a lot of times, I've, I've always used the, whole, the, the word pigeonhole. Some have been pigeonholed. But some will never be able to play 4-day or 5-day cricket, you know, effectively. Their thing is to play 1-day or play, play T20. So let's keep them there, concentrate and, uh, and have not the very best T20 side in the world or the best ODI side in the world. That's why a lot, some, of the, some of those uh, you have different captains for, for the different, different formats, right? I, and some, some, some players can play all three, but I said not, not everybody, right? Um, look at, look at the, our great rock down, down in India there. Um, the, the number three, but... Um, Name flip me right now, and and he he just concentrate on test because Pujara, he, he, Pujara? He, Pujara, Pujara, thank you. Just mm-hmm. just just this year he 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 was selected in in the T20. I don't know if he played any, but Pujara is the man who is the rock. We know he's gonna stay out there in test match and and accumulate until he opens up and, and and so forth. So he he's definitely a test player, and you have the others now who are, who should not be considered. Um, uh, cannot be considered as test material because the way they play it is different, you know. But then you have the, you have the guy now like, like Pant now who come and play test match like he's play, playing T20, <laughs> you know. So not everybody mm-hmm. have the ability. Don't go and try to like him because not everybody has the ability to do that. 
Can I respond to that oddly? You see, what I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. what I'm thinking, you would have 40 players, and these 40 players, if they were all competing to be in the chess match side, these guys would develop the kind of skills and technique and quality that would eventually make them good. But currently they're being distracted because they have the T10 and the T20 and the one day, which does not require the same sort of uh, skills, attitude, approach. And, you um, know, and that's and, why and we would... Tell, and, and Baka will say to you quickly, Anthony, that I'll say to you quickly, without the T10 and the T20, and if without those formats, you would not, would not have never heard about those players. So I wouldn't kind of think about them but for test cricket. Without, without those formats, we'd never hear anything about those, those oh, players. We heard of the great West Indians before there were T10s and T20s. Why? Why is yeah, it different? I understand, but then, 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 then you just have a, a, a test match side. With, um, it was 15 players, right? Uh, most of the time, they 15 or 16. And you don't hear, hear about the rest because the only way, if somebody can flee, somebody would step up and, and take the place. No, because you'd, never, you'd, you'd have never heard of a squad of 40, 40 players without those formats. So I'm just mm-hmm. saying they have their place. And without, this, without the other formats, you would not have heard about them because they would, they would be considered nowhere close to test cricket. So they are, they are making their noise at the other side of, on, on the side of their, on their side of the town. And the yeah. test players are, are making the noise on this side of the town. But remember what's currently said was that the West Indies would never reach the top like they did in yeah, he was think, he was thinking Yeah, he was talking about tests. He was talking about tests. Yes, and, and I'm you know, how it, when it And yeah. I'm agreeing with him on that basis that uh, mm. because these other formats you call them the distraction. The <laughs> distraction, right. They, they distract <laughs> from the ability to develop so that the competition would be so strong that we would still have those 15 or 20 who were good enough to make the side. But we don't have that because they're distracted by the quick money and the, well, let's, let's just leave it at that, the distraction. They're distracted, so they'd never make it. But you know, it's back to you. Simon, Simon, Simon. Yeah. Mr. McKenzie has not gotten a chance yet to hear his No, I'm listening to you guys. What, what say you? I, I, I don't think you? the West Indies, despite we have 30 players down for the trials coming up in the, in the, in the forthcoming tournaments, I don't think we have the, the caliber players to reach number one spot right now. I just don't think so. We are going to be years in the making. Yeah, yeah what I was, what right, I was but, saying, but, Mr. President. But, uh, but, uh, but in answer to that, I don't think they, ha- they will be doing it soon, but I would never say no, because no one ever looked at the side that went to Bangladesh to even give them a chance of um, joining the series, much less to win it. So, given the exposure, something can happen. We, we know Ambrose came out. No one heard of Ambrose. He came out like a lightning. He just came out and just blasted himself to the top. Who to say that we can't produce players like that in the future? But I, I would never Amen. say no. But right now, they are tottering at the in, in sixth position. 
And uh, who knows? They may just develop. And players have got to have got to determine what they want to do. They will have to say, listen, I'm going to be concentrating on, on test cricket. I'm going to be playing to retain my place in, in test cricket. We, i got to play and let them see that I can play test cricket. And you can always find players going to be siphoning off onto the, the other formats. But test players are going to be there whether or not West Indies make it to the top soon, but I will not write them off at all. So that's my take. So Simon, you come in with your thoughts again. Yeah, the way I look at it, uh, Mr. President, is uh, we look at the three formats, okay? Um, okay, the way I look at it, I'm comparing it now with a race in the Olympics. Some men can run 80 yards, some 100 yards, some 220, some 480, some a mile. They are cut out for different things. A man who runs 80 yards, I can't put him to run a marathon. He can't do it. That's not his style. He cannot do it. He's cut out for something different, like, like Bolt. Bolt, I think, is the fastest man in the world. If I put him on a 26-mile a, a run, I can beat him. He doesn't have the stamina to run 26 miles. Some people are cut out for different things. You cannot compare a man playing. I wouldn't even waste my time to go look 10, 10 over matches. It's just wasting time. You know, no, you don't need a skill. No, sir, All you I disagree. Go, <laughs> go ahead. That's your opinion. <laughs> I disagree. I can see a man out there batting for three days. You know the man I always admire batting? Chanda Paul. He's not going to make a thousand runs, but he's going to be consistent. That's what I liked about his style. Chanda Paul is not going to give away his wicket. He's going to be consistent, 50, 60, 70. He's going to be consistent, and he's going to take two days, three days, and make 100 runs, but he's not going to give away his wicket. That's the kind of man I like to see play, that test cricket. He's a test player. He's not going in and playing 20 overs. That's not his style. Chandra Paul is going to bat for two days, makes 50 or 60, but he's consistent. That's why I always admire him the way he plays. Virgil has left us. Well, let, has... me, let me let me fire up the talks here. Test cricket is dying. Here is the one more point. I'm telling you right here. If the cricket has to make Olympic in 2028 in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and if they decide to go like many other team sports, that includes the hockey, soccer, and plenty of other sports, they need to come out with some solution to feed in about 16, 24, or 30 teams, okay? Now, when you put that many teams, how many games you can play with the T20 version in terms of timing? So, there is already positive talks going on. It will be a T10 format. And let me give you a heads up. I will not be surprised of major international T10 event coming soon. As soon as this corona gets over in India, they are going to put something within a year. Mm-hmm. If they have to make it in 2028 in Olympic, and if they plan to introduce T10, I think work begins at least six to eight years ahead. Now, as soon as T10 enters... Let me tell you, at the moment, the globally, 
Only one T10 tournament is going on in Abu Dhabi. Only single ICC approved tournament. But as soon as these all countries start playing T10, the next version, think about the calendar, think about schedule, think about number of games, and I'm not sure how the test cricket can survive with this that all is, these new That is perplexing the ICC <laughs> right now. Ask Mr. Ganguly. They are perplexed about scheduling with all these matches coming up. Not only that, <laughs> Mackenzie always always concerned about that one point. Simon has a different way to think about Sunarine's long inning and all those. It's all good. I'm coming from that long version of game, the test itself. I know we all pray for the pride, but the T20 has changed worlds, and T10 going to completely wipe out this long version. Here is my take, simple. <laughs> Think yourself. Nowadays, none of these cricketers play for the country as a pride. It's all about their personal interest, how much money they can make, to feed bread and butter to their families. That's the bottom line to survive. Some players have a short career. No one is expected to have a long career like a lot of legends did. It's gone, I'm telling you. Nobody's expected to play 20, 25 years in world cricket. So here is my simple solution for you. If you are today's cricketer or put yourself in a young cricketer's shoes, would you work? I can give you simple fee of this world cricket. Would you work for T10 90 minutes to get, let's say, $100,000 per game and skip that game and play the test cricket which barely plays $15,000 and you work labor five days? Yes. Very heady. <laughs> yeah, on that note, we got to say goodbye, but I want to leave with you the team that... Um, Detentik, Gavaska, Sewag, Vensaka, Tendulka, Vijay Merchant, MS Dhoni, Kapil Dev, Madam La, Sanjasinka, Bedi, and Mankad. Wonderful team. On that note, why don't you say goodbye to us, Simon? I will be very happy to do that, Mr. President, and thanks for the opportunity to um, be on the show with you, talented men who know your game so well, and I learn something every night coming on the show. That's my reason for being here. Thank you, gentlemen. I want everybody to be safe, all your families, everybody to be safe. Don't take any chances. And we'll be back here next week, Sunday, from 6 to 9 on The Crooked Show. Have a wonderful week, all. Good night, all. Good Good night. night. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. Uh, Jetsna, your final thoughts. Yes, good night, everybody. Be safe and take care. I'll see you next Sunday. I'll talk to you next Sunday. You it was a great show well. again. Yes, Thank you, ma'am. Yes, Thank you, sir. everybody. Yes. Yeah. Regards to the family. How about you, Dennis? Dennis, you want to say goodbye to all your friends and fans around the world? Yes, thank you. Um, we had a very interesting and stimulating show today and I have to say that it's hard to believe that we've been at this for three hours so enlightening and interesting and uh, in fact knowledgeable in parts because we've learned a thing or two. Thank you all for listening and we hope to see you and hear you next time Ra. 
Good night, Indeed. all. Jason, your final thoughts, sir? Yes, uh, good night, everybody. It's another great show. And uh, thanks, Leon Francis, as a president, to moderating and maintaining this momentum since 2010. And we are improving, that's for sure. We have every day new topic to talk about cricket. It's not just learning. It's awareness. And we try to bring more knowledge to the game. Thank you all. Good night. Yeah, before we bring in, we bring in Audley, we're going to stipend an offer to Phil. Phil, Phil, are you there with us? Your final thoughts? Phil, yeah, Phil is not there with us. Uh, let me see if Phil is here because he is hiding someplace. But anyway, Phil is usually on the Saturday show, but he has chosen to be with us today. And uh, he has fallen off. Okay. We just want to thank each and every one of you. Uh, Audrey, your final thoughts. Audrey, your final thoughts. Audrey? Yes, sir. Audrey, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, another interesting show, um, as usual. And um, we had some lively discussions, of course. Sorry, uh, our guest, you know, didn't materialize to have this interview this this week but i know leon will be doing everything to make sure you know perhaps next week it will happen so go on out go on out do your business very carefully see uh, i saw in uh, news in trinidad where uh like friday 11 people died and saturday another 15 so they have you know shut down again curfew and stuff like that so that's one of the reasons why they they won't be uh touring uh, let's pray for each other. Try to be safe as we go each day. And just a thought for the week is that a man should do his job so well that the living, the dead, and the unborn could not do it any better. No better. And that was said by Dr. Martin Luther King. We should endeavor to do that. So take care. We'll be talking to you next week. God willing. See ya. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much to each and every one of you. You made it possible. And despite our, the absence of our scheduled guests, um, we, we came through, I think, came through with um, some great substitution. And without said, without that, with no further ado, let me just play the final song. And it's going to be a song about Lara. It's a signal Lara.
Yes. Yeah. 